0: This is a CBS News special report. I'm Nora O'Donnell. In the nation's capital, we are just moments away from a rare evening address from the White House. President Biden will make an impassioned plea to urge Congress to pass new gun control measures in hopes of combating the epidemic of gun violence in America. The weapon of choice for the deadliest mass shootings in America, an AR-15-style rifle. After Columbine, after Sandy Hook after Charleston, after Orlando, after Las Vegas, after Parkland, nothing has been done. This time, that can't be true. This time, we must actually do something. The issue we face is one of conscience and common sense. For so many of you at home, I want to be very clear. This is not about taking away anyone's guns. not about vilifying gun owners. In fact, we believe we should be treating responsible gun owners as an example of how every gun owner should behave. I respect the culture and the tradition and the concerns of lawful gun owners. At the same time, the Second Amendment, like all other rights, is not absolute. From my cold, dead hands...
1: Freedom shivers in the cold shadow of true peril. It's always the patriots who first hear the call. When loss of liberty is looming as it is now, the siren sounds first in the hearts of freedom's vanguard. The smoke in the air of our Concord bridges and Pearl Harbors is always smelled first by the farmers who come from their simple homes to find the fire and fight because they know that sacred stuff resides in that wooden stock and blued steel, something that gives the most common man the most uncommon of freedoms. When ordinary hands can possess such an extraordinary instrument, that symbolizes the full measure of human dignity. And liberty. That's why those five words issue an irresistible call to us all. And we must that would take freedom away. I want to say those fighting words for everyone within the sound of my voice to hear and to heed and especially for you,
0: Mr. Gore. For God's sake, how much more carnage are we willing to accept? How many more innocent American lives must be taken before we say enough, enough? I know that we can't prevent every tragedy, but here's what I believe we have to do.
2: A little bit of anti-oxygen
3: in the day. Yeah, I mean, not antioxidants, anti Antioxidant. Well, is oxygen an oxidant? It's kind of in the name. <laughs> One would assume, right? I mean, it is my theory based on absolutely nothing but linguistics, <laughs> which really mean nothing in English. Not a thing.
2: Not a thing. Not today, anyway. <coughs> yeah, oxygen apparently <coughs> is what's us, it's oxidizing us from the inside out. I mean, look oh. what happened to Mars. Kind of why antioxidants are so fucking important. <laughs> 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 We're rusting.
3: Hell yeah. Oh, oh hell. So you about ready to get into the end of this? Yeah, I'm uh I'm over it, man. You know, before all this started, I didn't have much of an opinion about the Second Amendment. It, it didn't apply to me because I'm a felon. <laughs> you know? So
2: <laughs> it's I mean, a bigger topic than most people give credit for, it really is. Well,
3: now I have an opinion. And uh I actually, there's, there, there's an interpretation I follow along with and in a kind of a radical sense. But, you know, we'll, we'll get into that as we go. Uh, we're discussing uh, gun laws, Second Amendment, and the, uh, like the effect, the, the, how effective any kind of gun laws have been to stop what I think is the biggest threat we have from guns, and that is these mass shooters. That's why we've spent, you know, eight years talking about them
2: oh yeah they they, they come and go and you know again come and then come again and then come again and they're getting better at it they are (laughs) and everybody's you know focusing on one particular piece of it instead of the bigger picture and that's kind of what we're here today for is to expand that view a little bit hopefully uh find some other topics that need as much discussion as which scary weapons should be taken away and you know even as deep as to the point do we really need the second amendment um yeah that's it's a valid
3: point uh, something we'll definitely be discussing at least in brief likely in long <laughs> <laughs> um so <coughs> folks we uh we've made jokes before and I think we did them on on the air. Well, you know, on the, on the, on the, on the disc. I don't know. We were, I think we recorded it and where, where we talked about um, how our personal FBI agents could like, you know, potentially help us and uh, you know, not, not break, give us any secrets or, you know, any insight into investigation into us, but just compile data that they already had on some of the things they were talking about as like a library resource. And well, while going through the research for this particular episode, I ran across the FBI's webpage on mass shooter data. <laughs> um, and uh, it was quite fantastic. And honestly, they have never done themselves a worse <laughs> disservice, I think, at least in my case. Then <laughs> they they they, they kind of solidified my approach. They... On, on how to solve on, on the Second Amendment because of the the mass shooter issue, which I think is the biggest issue. Um, they, 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 they didn't help themselves. Uh, but yeah, they did help us, and gave, at least me anyway, because <laughs> I've spent several hours reading. like there, There's a ton of PDF files. Um, they go into every demographic of shootings. Um, and before the year 2000... Uh, The demographics of of who was doing the shootings, how the shootings were done, where they were being carried out, Um, these demographics were vastly different before Columbine. Oh, yeah. Um, Columbine is a catalyst that has shaped, uh, it it, it created the hero, you know, for these fuckers. Like almost every one of them that we covered that happened after Columbine modeled themselves after Columbine in some sense. That's why the Charles Whitman shooting was so unique. That's why uh, um, the, the 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 school shootings, Cleveland, were so unique. The Utah prisoner war—they stood out because they were really unique at that time, but they didn't like spur off, you know, all these other actions. Whereas Columbine was something completely new, you know.
2: <laughs> well, it wasn't really new. It was just the the extent of what happened and how easily the it mo-
3: the motives of what of, of, of behind them the
2: motives behind it
3: the, pe- yeah. the 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 people who were doing them were became different yeah yeah and before yeah. they were just disturbed these were these were actually violent individuals
2: yeah, somebody that's disturbed and then says you know what I've got an idea and then starts to use their twisted mind to concoct the plan yeah. come up with a whole I, I, the whole plan, you know, sorry, it, it, to uh, actually reach their goal, and usually their goals were way larger than they actually did. Yeah, um, and I agree with that. Yeah, since Columbine, you know, we've we've definitely had a, a more focused group to look at as you know our our threats to society here, especially to our children. But uh, you, you said something earlier about that uh, you feel that the mass shooting is the biggest threat. Yeah, the re- the biggest threat to the Second
3: Amendment, biggest the biggest argument they have for for gun laws is is the mass shootings. You know, once you go beyond that, then you're talking about like gang shootings and shit like that. That kind of outliers. You know what I mean? The well, the the biggest common threat.
2: Well, there's two types of mass shootings. Um, one is the stricter definition of either 3 or 4 victims usually not including the perpetrator but some of them include the perpetrator as well and that is every single one that includes domestic violence that includes you know No I'm 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 thing. referring to specifically like the
3: rampage shooters yeah, yeah, the ones
2: that you know, go and find a specific target by themselves, and this is the motive to do. Not an accidental thing, not I'm pissed off at my family. No,
3: we're t- we're talking...
2: We're, you know, we're, I'm going to a, st- a bunch of strangers, and I'm going to shoot a bunch of strangers. Yeah we're, yeah,
3: we're talking acts of mass murder carefully right. planned out to sh- kill random people. Sometimes there's some people involved. There might be somebody there that they're also targeting. Um, that, that actually... Co- we'll, we'll cover that. That comes up a little bit. There is a Venn diagram. <laughs> I love visual <laughs> aids. Oh, you do. There are so
2: many visual aids for this particular bit man. And the
3: FBI, if nothing else, if they're good at nothing else, they know how to compile some fucking data.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, I'm 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 not exactly sure that Mashey... I mean that that's definitely the, the popular thing. That's the one that gets everybody's attention. It's the one everybody's paying attention to. Because it's all over the news, um, it affects people that you know have no defense of themselves. Usually, you know, you know, you know concert goers is the, the big mass, you know, death and casualty rate that we've had. Yeah, I, I and honestly and have that to... one event outweighs everything else in the last ten years.
3: I, I, I think that I think that the school shootings, especially of smaller children, are are the most to me the the worst of them. You know, to me, those are the ones. That if they're going to do anything to stop, those are the ones they should do things to stop from happening. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, absolutely. An Uh, adult
3: has a choice to go to a concert. You know, a a child does not have a choice to go to school.
2: You know, they should. I, they, they don't, but they should.
3: And their parents do. Yeah, they can be homeschooled or whatever. But <laughs> it,
2: it should be a lot easier to homeschool. It should be you know a lot easier to have community school options instead of you know the the public school system. Um, but to say that you have to go to this public school unless you go to another accredited school. Yeah, i I kind of think that that's something we need to readdress on.
3: It it, it seems like they're they're making damn sure that the vast majority of the populace is indoctrinated to their will.
2: <laughs> and you know, if we're going to do that, fine. You know, do, do it right. Do it right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let, let, let's focus on what we. Actually let's indoctrinate want to. them
3: to be critical, capable of critical thought. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> or. You know, if if we're going to go the, the the tyrannical way, you know, even I don't care. Let's just pick a direction. No more of this yeah. <laughs> no more.
3: No more of this wishy washiness Yeah, stop teaching the controversy. Right, it's either evolution or Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> We
2: we, we can go for indoctrinating our kids into becoming a bunch of Gandhis, or we can indoctrinate our kids into becoming a bunch of Kim Jong Il's. I do not freaking care. Let's just pick a direction and go.
3: Yeah. In the end, Man Bear Pig's going to kill us all anyway. (laughs) Um, So the FBI um, tried to develop a profile for mass shooters. And they did fairly well, but because they're so varied, uh, it, they, they kind of had a difficult time, right? So they developed a unique protocol of 104 variables, covering, among other things, demographics, planning and preparation, acquisition of firearms in relation to the attack, stressors, grievance formation, concerning pre-attack behaviors and communications, targeting decisions, and mental health. Um, I'm not going to go over every one of those, but I do, I am definitely, we're going to, I definitely want to talk about the demographics, the planning and the preparation and acquisition of firearms. I also want to, uh, spend a little bit, I mean, we'll go over the stressors, but I'll break it down for you right now. Most the the highest percentage of stressors are mental health, um, followed by financial stress, um. Uh, and the but the biggest ones for me is the concerning pre-attack behaviors and communication. I want to talk about those two. That that to me is is where the prevention of mass shootings. I think that that's where that those subjects demographics, planning and preparation, acquisition of firearms, and pre-attack behaviors. Those are the things that need to be focused on. I believe, in and finding out how to stop this shit, right. Um, I don't think it, the answer is take away the guns because you can't. They're already there. <laughs> you know, they're, they're already there.
2: Um, it, it would be real difficult to take away the guns. I mean, there's, there's more guns than there are people. There's, there's something like almost 400 million weapons in this country, and there's just over 300 million people. And, yeah, that, and everybody doesn't own a weapon. So you're, you're looking at people that have, you know, two, three, 20... 45, 57. I mean, the guy who went to Vegas only took a quarter of his stockpile with him. I know. (laughs) And it was so much. So much.
3: You know, Crayon pointed out when he, you know, he was texting me. He had, after he'd listened to that episode, he's like, man, you're right. He's like, I was a 60-plus-year-old man (laughs) doing all this. I'm like, well, (laughs) Speaking of which, the shooting demographics for age The youngest active shooter And this is post-2000 right? We're not really going to go into much of the pre-2000 Because I think those were in a separate issue Those were things that if we were still looking at 2000 demographics We would be in a better world <laughs> So um, so the post-Columbine shooter demographics The youngest active shooter has been 12 years old And the oldest was 88 years old, right? (laughs) Which I kind of want to look into that guy. (laughs) I got to know that story. Um, (laughs) uh, uh, But the average is 37.8 years, right?
2: Of the shooter.
3: Yeah. With Uh, the biggest block being between 40 and 49 at 29% and the second biggest, 18 to 29.
2: Well, in firearm deaths... By age group, we've got the age group of 20 to 34 being, you know, the highest rate of deaths by guns, guns, followed by 35 to 49, and in third place, 50 to 64. Under 19, you, you're you're way down at the bottom at less than 5,000 gun deaths per year.
3: Well. Wow. Weighed down at the bottom with less than 5,000. Yeah,
2: I mean, you know, when you look at the, uh, for 20, to 20, 20 to 34 being over, you know, 16,000. So therein, we do have a problem,
3: <laughs> right? Uh, right. And the guns aren't the problem, but the violence is a problem. That, that is ridiculous. <laughs>
2: now, of those deaths... And we have to always take into consideration that you know 90% of these statistics, they just talk about the deaths, the death, the death. Death by firearm includes all kinds of stuff, accidental, by cop, all that. Right, right, right. So right, when you're right. looking at both the total numbers, you got to take it as everything. That's every single bullet that struck a human being and killed it. Um Over half, every single year I have looked at. Every single year I've looked at I've looked all the way back to 19... 19- eighty three. Um, because the reason I picked that is because that is right before the firearm the ten year period before the um, um, the assault weapons ban of ninety four. Yeah. Then you know then I, I was looking hard at the decade during that and the decade after. And then I looked at you know the current situation. Those were the, my time points that I focused on for the majority of this you know these numbers. Every fucking year. Suicide is over half. So when you look at the numbers and you know, most of the numbers, the average comes out to be about 45,000 people a year are killed by a firearm. Okay. Over half are suicides. So you, the, the actual deaths that were not somebody wanting it, whether they had a situation or not to come make that decision, they made a decision. But the ones that didn't make the decision, that didn't choose it... Are far lower at uh, about 22,000. Now, still 22,000 people are being killed by <laughs> farms. They're not asking for it. That's a problem. <laughs> that, that's, <laughs> that's a problem. That's a problem. <laughs> but it's it's a much smaller number. And when you look at it, you're, you're talking 20, 22,000 to 25,000 people a year out of a population of 300 million. Yeah. yeah. Um, by the numbers, it's not that big. By capita, we're not even in the top 10 countries of firearm deaths by our population. So the actual problem of people getting killed by firearm is not as serious as people are looking at it. Now, the fact that we have firearm-related deaths is still a big problem. (coughs) And we have a very high rate of it just in the numbers alone we have more people killed by firearms than all these other countries that have a higher firearm per capita rate exactly if if we're looking at the actual numbers we're like you know number two (laughs) but when you look at it per capita you know it it changes it to we're not even in the top 10 and we've got the most open gun laws with the most weapons we've we've got more weapons in this country than anybody else in the world
3: yeah, and I'll get to that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's almost to the point where we've got as many weapons as the rest of the
3: world. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. <laughs> my argument, but yeah, my my new stance on the Second Amendment. We'll we'll get to that.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm sure the, the number <laughs> of weapons is definitely um, a, a talking point here. Somewhere. So,
3: uh, with mass shooters post Columbine. Uh, gender and race. Uh, the sample was overwhelmingly male, 94%, with only four females in the data, data set, representing 6%. And varied, you know, and varied by race, not very much. Uh, white, 63%. Asian, 10%. Black, 16%. Uh, Hispanic, 6%. Middle Eastern, 3%. And Native American, 2
2: that I, follows about the same path as the deaths
3: yeah. by race. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think Omar Mateen represents our 3% of the Middle Eastern. <laughs> maybe, maybe you know, 1.5 people because that's, you know, you know, the statistics are weird. But, yeah, fairly, uh, the male, it's definitely mostly men. <laughs> um, the, uh, as far as their education level, yeah. Um, The highest majority of them, their education level is unknown. I do not understand that. 36% unknown highest level of education completed 18 years and older.
2: How in the heck is that hard to find out? I
3: don't know! But, and neither does the FBI. (laughs) Yes, uh... But the the next highest percentage is 20% of them completed high school. Um... None, people who dropped out of high school only represent 7%. So these aren't high school dropouts. Um... There are a lot that are uh, college dropouts. Eleven percent have attended college, and a uh, only seven percent come from completed a four year college. All um, well, the rest of them that I know of actually did
2: it while they were in college, so it was kind <laughs> of hard to complete
3: it. Fair enough. Like a Virginia Tech guy, he I don't know, I guess he flunked those courses. What up to his credits? do so they roll over to the victims? That'd be nice. Like here's here's his credits. Split them up. <laughs> I mean. I don't know. Um, 38% were, un, uh, were unemployed and 44 had a job. I don't know why that was important, but they, they included it in their data. Um, of the active shooters, 24% had at least some military experience. Uh, six in the Army, three in the Marines, two in the Navy and one each in the Air Force and Coast Guard.
2: So these are folks that you would normally think would be you know, average or you know, up, fairly upstanding folks if you just look at yeah. it from
3: the outside. Um, 57% were single at the time of the shootings. Um, 35% had adult convictions prior to the shootings. And of those, uh, pr- crimes against persons are 89%. Of those, you know, of those represented by the criminals in that group, uh, 89% of those were crimes against persons. Um, yeah. 86. Crimes against
2: persons. hmm I'm assuming that assault. that would be anything from basic assault to, you know, attempted homicide. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anything that involves an actual person as a victim.
3: Exactly, exactly. Okay. Um... Now, they're, the planning and preparation, the majority of them spend uh, at 26%. It they, they breaks up pretty across the board. But uh, 26% is the, definitely the largest block, and they spend about one to two months planning. Um, so that's the most common.
2: Well, how about well, know, plan, any planning versus no planning?
3: Um, so no planning is less than 24 hours. That's uh, <laughs> That's 12% of them.
2: So yeah, eighty-eight percent of these people put some kind of planning in, in place.
3: Yeah. And nine percent plan for uh over a year to two years, over one to two years.
2: Those are the scary folks. Those you've been pissing them people off for a while. For a
3: while. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, um um uh Eric Harris from Columbine he fits that category he planned that shit for years <laughs> same with uh, uh of course this is pre Columbine but uh Charles Whitman he, he had the idea in his head for a yeah, long right, time. I'm
2: stuck it in his head for a
3: while. It, it lived there, man. <laughs> um, now, as far as time spent preparing, which basically means that, like, uh, their their acquisition of their firearms, and, like, getting getting the shit together, not so much the firearms, but getting the shit together, most of them, like, put their last stages in within 24 hours. Uh, that's 28%. Uh, the rest of them, the, the time spent preparing before the event is one to seven days. Uh, six to 12 months, it only accounts for 4% of them. Um, firearms acquisition, most of them are pur- purchased legally. Uh, 35% of them already had the weapons. Um, 6% stolen. I actually expected that number to be larger. And only 2% of them were purchased illegally. So, and, and then here's another one, 22%, they don't know how they got them.
2: <laughs> well, that one I can actually understand. How they don't know how they got them? How they don't know how they got them. Yeah, I get that one. <laughs> I get that, yeah, especially to, you know, with you know, the way that gun laws and, you know, registra- and registries used to be. Well, we still don't have a registration. And, you know, most folks are still against the registration. I'm, I'm still on the fence about that particular part. It's, it's not in the Constitution, so, I mean, there's nothing saying that they can't do that. But I'm, I still worry about an actual registration bill. Um, but, yeah, I wanted to talk about the other numbers of the, the mass shootings here. And it's going to take me just a second because I want to pull up an example between the two. Um, Because I've got some numbers here that kind of put the mass shooting bit into a perspective. And I've got to make a quick little comparison. And we're going to try to find it right here while I'm at it. I'm going to pick 2018 because it's pretty close. It's one of the last years that we've got full data. And I just wanted to pull it because it's right there. Um, The total number of weapon uh, gun-related incidents is 54,000 the number of mass shootings that particular year. Now, this one counts any incident that is three or more. Okay. And that includes, you know, two guys have a shootout and, you know, a bystander gets hit too. Um, so, mass shootings were three or more people, 336. Okay. Well... So, but now by our definition that we were trying to put, and I, I just picked 18. So let me find 18 here 16, 17, 18 here. All right. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 10, 11, 12 were fitting the definition that we use as you know, a rampage shooter, somebody going yeah, yeah, out yeah. And, and actually doing it. Actually, 12.
3: All right. Oh, I mean, but those numbers, like like 386, or even the 12 that we're talking about for that, that's a lot for one year. But those aren't just, you know, you look at that and it's like, oh, that happened 12 times. But each time it happened, you're looking at 6, 10, 20 victims
2: uh, in of, one go. Of those 12, you had 80 killed, 66 wounded. Yeah,
3: and how much of them, what's the, what's, and the rest of them are like one on one, you know, or murder, suicides, or two deaths well, by a gun. The rest
2: of the 54,000 incidents. Or you know, cop involved shooting. You know, whether or not the cop got shot or the the, the criminal right, 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 there, right. You know, and domestic violence. Yeah, you know, all you know, robberies. All every freaking other time a projectile has come out of a gun and been reported. That was fifty-four thousand incidents in nineteen. Three hundred thirty-six mass shootings, and like I said, those count for you know, a guy going rampage and murder suicide in his family. Yeah. Um. To breaking the schools, Um, and the mass shootings were, yeah, the one in Chicago, 1,000 Oaks, California, Pittsburgh, uh, Perryman, Maryland, Bakersfield, California, Cincinnati, Ohio, Annapolis, Santa Fe, Texas, Nashville, Tennessee, Parkland, Florida, and Melcroft, Pennsylvania, so they're all over the place, but, you know, just, it's horrible we have these Incidents. It's horrible right, that right. this number isn't zero. I'm not trying to ever say that. I would love for these numbers to be zero. Like, yeah. But, you know, the, the big perspective from the outside looking in is that this shit happens every day. Um, When it, it, it was really, you know, in 84 to 94, it was 1.5 times a year. Average of a mass shooter by this definition. 1.5 times a year. 94 to 2004 1.5 times a year
3: 2004 to 2014 3.6 times a year yeah and and now how now look at that same growth for the other gun violence like the police shooting and whatnot that's actually stayed fairly level that's that's the problem <laughs> you see what I'm saying <laughs> like yeah those numbers are high but per capita they've stayed about the same right as far as like percentage of the population and whatnot. This yeah. shit's growing rapidly, <laughs> and it's growing. And to me, that's why it's such a big threat. Is because yeah, there's only a few of them every year. You know, three hundred in one year, Jesus Christ. But you know, there's only a few of them. But those the numbers, you know, they're, they're three or more at these. And even though there's only twelve of what we're talking about, those numbers are on average higher. You know, or like our rampage, they have a higher body count. You know what I'm saying? So, and those are increasing.
2: They are. They're, they are increasing in frequency. The, uh, well, they were back on a downward trend. Um, 2018, 2019, 2020. COVID. 18, 19, and 20. So <laughs> really quiet, actually.
3: Then There's actually a lot of memes about how, isn't it odd that there's no been, been no school shootings this year? Yeah. And it's like, well, nobody's in <laughs> fucking school. <laughs> they would just call it vandalism.
2: <laughs> but, I mean... Even church churches were allowed to gather. Well, I mean, but and, and even church shootings were down. Texas yeah. didn't even have very many. I
3: know. <laughs> that's that's saying something, boy.
2: They're probably proud of that. So th- these shooters are really worried about catching a fucking virus? <laughs> that's what's happening. Um, I think part of it was I mean, even the cops weren't out. All you had to do is ride down I Main know. Street and start shooting, shooting yeah. churches, because that's the only place people were a new thing, neighborhood shootings. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? But oh, no, it, it didn't. It didn't evolve, and no, I'm not saying go out there and shoot up fucking neighborhoods. I'm just saying it's it's kind of weird that the you know, the shooters didn't find their new target. Beep.
3: <laughs> the Stoners Point Podcast would like to point out that neighborhood shootings is not and should not be a thing.
2: <laughs> Thank well, you. I'm about to pose why the hell it's not. <laughs> There's probably a damn good reason why the shooters didn't decide to all of a sudden go. Hey, movie theaters are out, schools are out. Fuck it, let's go back into the neighborhoods, because somebody in that fucking neighborhood's got a gun. Yeah, that's true. That might be it. <laughs> I mean, eighty percent of felons, you know, have come out and said that they they don't break into houses if they know the freaking owners has a gun. You know, if they suspect, forty percent say no. Not even if I think they might have a gun.
3: Yeah, when I did it, I wouldn't go inside if people were home. Why? <laughs> you know. Why wouldn't you? Because if one, you have witnesses. If they're unarmed, you you, you have. What are you going to do with and the if witnesses? You,
2: and if you think they happen to have, happen to be armed, why wouldn't you go into that? I don't want to get shot. That's exactly <laughs> the same thing all the other ones said.
3: You know, I did one where I why? did get shot at once. I didn't like it.
2: <laughs> it was just the sound of the thing. Yeah. You don't know if it was pointed Hit. at you or not. You oh, it care. was hitting
3: trees beside me. Okay.
2: <laughs> you had to know. But it would not a matter. That thing going off behind you, you were going to turn tail with elbows and assholes. I was you, and you probably going to see from then
3: on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man.
2: That's another point that comes up later is you know, that you, know, you, you don't have to shoot for the things to be effective. Um, yeah. All these things here with the. T- uh, that there was. There's a lot more data here. Oh, there's lots. Um. Yeah. The the like I said. Let's let's just pick that one year back again. Twenty eighteen. Yeah. See with the total number of incidents, fifty four thousand. Total number of deaths from a bullet, fourteen thousand. And remember, some of these are suicides. Um, number of injuries, twenty eight thousand. Um, Number of children, this number is always way too high, 660. Number of teens, 2,883. The mass shootings at 336. Officer-involved incident, officer shot or killed, 276. Excuse me. Officer-involved suspect shot or killed, 2,190. Home invasions, 1,959. Defensive use. 1,887 reported. Most people don't report when they defensively use a weapon because there's nothing to report. (laughs) Um, And of these with the defensive use, very few of them ever shoot, usually just showing or brandishing the weapon or even just telling them I'm carrying will dissolve that situation, and that can be counted as a defensive use. Now defensive use has been estimated to be somewhere between 300,000 to 5 million times a year. Because it's hard to prove you know, how many times it's been you know, been used. Because like I said, most people, you know, five, somebody comes up, you know, with a going getting ready to go and rob a store or something like that, or come up to rob me, and I just happen to, hey, yo. And he turns around and runs, I'm not calling the cops to let nobody know about it. I don't know what the guy looks like. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to be able to describe him. Maybe they just changed his life, and he's going to be straight and narrow for now. I know if he goes to fucking prison, he's going to learn all kinds of new shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Getting shot
3: at. I didn't go back to that house, but that was in my early days of B and E. You know that that isn't even the, during the time of the, the, my B and Es that I went to prison for. You know, uh so that was it. It didn't stop anything. I
2: didn't say, it made me better.
3: It. <laughs> it Made you choose but better. It made, I didn't choose and, that place. Okay, <laughs> exactly.
2: Huh. I'm wondering if um if you knew if it was a requirement. Actually, it actually if <laughs> you could argue
3: that me getting shot at at two in, two in the morning from this guy's garage, right, that actually like uh, made me think. Well, then who do I know that isn't home? at a specific time, which led me to the preachers. <laughs> it made you smarter. It, so you could well, say think more. that this I mean, guy, so, you, shooting at me, directly, he he robbed these preachers. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, there,
2: there was still a decision to be made in there.
3: Oh, yeah, there but was There was multiple decisions. I'll
2: give it that it actually made you put more thought well, into yeah, the process. Did. So yeah, it made you better at a trade. It was a bad trade, but yeah, it still yeah, made yeah. you
3: better. So it helped. And as you. far as this guy's safety of himself and his <coughs> property, it was guaranteed, guaranteed
2: for me. You are coming back to fuck with it no more.
3: You will never see me again, buddy. <laughs>
2: well, that leads right straight to uh, one of the other bits there of some... Where did it go? Where did it go? I don't... Yeah, there you are. About the actual Second Amendment. Because you're talking here with a guy where a guy was using a weapon to protect himself. It wasn't for no militia. No, no, no. It wasn't for a state's right to, to be free from tyranny. It was to protect him and his own shit. Yeah. Now, does is that covered? I it, know. It, it's not in the original it, text. It's not specifically, not no. It. Which kind of brings up the discussion of, you know, the what 14th is, Amendment what is the damn than. Second Amendment? Why is it so debated, and you know what does it actually mean? And it has been a very heated debate. Well, the problem is it's in two, two clauses. Minutes. It's in two
3: clauses, and it that that means there's a separation between it, right? Because there's you know, and we can go ahead and jump into this part. I mean, it's fine. Let me, let me find the fucking thing.
2: Um, well, the second amendment, according to Britannica of course, is the amendment of the Constitution adopted in 1791, blah, blah, blah. Um, uh, You shut the heck up, yo. Shut up. You can't even talk straight. Shut up. Okay, it actually reads verbatim, quote, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. The commas in that, where the pauses are, come into a huge debate. Yeah. And so many scholars... Thanks,
3: old-timey writers. (laughs) If the Second Amendment was a magic card and it was worded like that, they would have changed it. (laughs) It's it's nonsense. (laughs) I mean, it's not
2: nonsense, but it's so open to interpretation. So to skip ahead on this, yes, I do agree that it is time... For us to actually read this, reopen the Second Amendment and specify once and fucking for all, remove the ambiguity, put it out in third-grade fucking English, not this you know college-level shit. College-level in the 1700s. <laughs> it's still the same damn English we use today. Yeah, you know, most folks that have any English. Learnings and actually paid attention that can read stuff like freaking, you know, Shakespeare or, um... Not Jules Verne, <laughs> <Joseph. laughs> Wrong part. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm forgetting all the daggone... Oh, yeah, it's been a long time since I was in school. Fuck, I'm old. But, yeah, if you can read anything in the high school, you know, English, you know, literature bank there, uh-huh. you can probably understand what this is meaning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, uh, well, I mean, there's so
3: much about the context of where it came from. It's to have a militia precursors.
2: to protect the, the, the freedom of a state. Period. And well regulated.
3: Yeah. The people, though, are separate. Yeah. And the argument comes in: Is that second clause giving the people the ability to defend themselves against that militia if so needed?
2: Well, that came into the court proceedings that have been you know, trying to interpret this over. You know, for 200 years this this thing just sat on the back burner like yeah there's nothing to see here move along yo it doesn't really matter um, it only really came about as a topic when organized crime started you know using guns to you know, control their shit. and then people started thinking, wait a minute that's not what guns are for well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh so there there's been some some discussions in the courts and some some judgments and stuff but you know we got to think here you know what is a militia and what is well regulated militia, yeah. you got to start at the beginning Well, re- regulated means either controlled or in working order or you can say to control it to keep it in a working order either way works and what is a militia well definition of militia is you know, basically it's a ragtag fighting force. Uh, it's a group of citizens coming to the common cause of defense of an idea or uh, person. Um, the United States has defined what a militia is uh, several times and the last one they did was to separate militias to where now we have a organized militia and an or- unorganized militia. Well, The organized militia is all about the uh, National Guard, uh, Coast Guard. They're the organized militia. They're the ones that are trained by Congress. They're the ones that are supplied by Congress. They're the ones that are regulated by Congress and all that good stuff. And whatever definition of regulated, you you want. But they also created the unorganized militia. And that is defined as all able-bodied persons ages 17 and up. Period. Yeah. That's everybody. So you've, we've got a definition for a militia from the government.
3: They yeah. solved it. Um, each and every—well, well, the Militia Act of 1792. Um, each and every free, able-bodied, white male citizen of the respective states resident therein, who is or shall be of age of 18 years and under the age of 45— except as is herein, after accepted, good Lord, shall severely and respectably be enrolled in the militia.
2: That's before they separated the the, uh, organization. That was the original original definition that they changed in the, I think it was 1903?
3: Yep, the Militia Act of 1903, which established (laughs) the National Guard as the chief body of organized military reserves in the U.S.
2: Right, right. Now, those are the ones that the government's actually responsible for training and making sure everything works just perfectly. Um, we are the unorganized militia. And on that, it's our responsibility if we want to, you know, say that we can be a militia to train our damn selves. Um, well, to, to the security of a free state. Yeah. Well, the security of a free state. Is that, you know, the, the state has security to, you know, to form a militia, a private army to... You know, fight off the rest of the government for whatever they want. No, that's Does what that the people. Mean, that we have the right. That's to why the fight second. Off? That's why I believe the second
3: clause is, is the people. If that militia becomes a problem, now see because there's there's things that there's things that we have to live under now that don't fall under the militia, right? There's nothing in the Constitution that gives us police or the FBI or the fucking ATF or the DEA, right? There's nothing in the Constitution that gives us that. A well, or basically, the National Guard is pretty much what the Constitution has. The people also have the right to bear arms. You know, to, to, to you, you're the ideal is you can fight against a tyrannical government-controlled militia. If you have, if you're bearing arms, like that's not that's not about hunting. You know, nobody like there's one guy that said you don't bear arms to shoot a rabbit. Right. Right. Bearing arms. There's a militant. Uh, cause there, it's like you want to be you. You, you want these guns, whatnot. That you you can have these guns to defend yourself. <laughs> you know you can fight. You can keep yourself free. This the the state needs the militia to keep it free. You know from invo- foreign invaders and the uh, fucking the people need to be able to carry to keep themselves free from said state.
2: Right now. To keep. For the people to keep them their state free, does that mean that the person gets to keep themselves free? Well, that's I would that That's would why there's be. that
3: second clause, right? I
2: would assume it would have to be because <laughs> if a person can't be free, then they can't help the state be free.
3: Absolutely. And but, if you are not free, then the state is not a free state.
2: Right. <laughs> so know? it kind of goes hand in hand with you know the state is the people. I mean, we we are the state. In my opinion, you know that that particular part is just my opinion. But yeah, I don't see how a person, if they're not free, can help free a state. And I don't think that if they aren't free, that they are in a free state already. So, you know, you kind of needed that to begin with, so you didn't get into that situation where you're not free. That is where I think the whole Second Amendment come from. If you can't talk your way to staying free, then you know. Mm -hmm. We got to go to number two. Um, so
3: Noah Webster, right? He was a uh, like an English like political writer, editor from. The, he's called the father of American education. Um, he said that before a standing army can rule, the people must be armed, disarmed, as they are in almost every kingdom in Europe. The supreme power in America cannot enforce unjust laws by the sword because the whole body of the people are armed and constitute a force superior to any band of regular troops that can be or on any pretense raised in the United States. Um, George Mason also argued the importance of the militia and the right to bear arms by reminding his compatriots of the British government's efforts to disarm the people, that it was the best and most effectual way to enslave them by totally disusing and neglecting the militia. He also clarified that under prevailing practice, the militia included all people, rich and poor, who are the militia. They now consist of the whole people, except a few public officers, because all were members of militia, all enjoyed the right to individually, individually bear arms to serve therein. So your right to bear arms is like comes with a contract of your duty to defend your freedom, right? Your duty to stand against a standing army, you know, oppressing the people.
2: Yeah, our national army has this clause that, you know, know, they're there to take out any threat, foreign or domestic. Yeah. Um, militia kind of hold that we don't have a a saying like that, I don't believe. I've never found anything like that, but I think that that exact same thing is implied there, that no matter what the threat is, be it foreign or domestic, the militia is supposed to rise to protect the state.
3: Yeah. So yeah. I my, my uh, Patrick Henry um, said that said guard with jealous attention, the public liberty suspect everyone who approaches that jewel, nothing will preserve it, but downright force whenever you give up that force, you're inevitably ruined. So the founding fathers who wrote that fucking bill had in mind what is called the insurrection, um, interpretation and and that's that's where i come with it that's 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 my new view on the second amendment is that it was written and put there so that yeah you can defend yourself against other people maybe sure but primarily if you want your if you want to be able to carry guns then you need to do it to protect the people from the state you need to protect yourself from oppression you need to protect liberty because if you're not going to carry a gun for liberty you're just going to carry one to defend yourself then you don't need to fucking have it Right. You're not earning that right.
2: I agree that people need to make bigger circles around themselves of responsibility. Absolutely. Um, And I would hope that most folks, you know,
3: whether they have a weapon or not. You see a cop (laughs) with a knee on somebody's neck for eight and a half minutes and you have a concealed carry or even open carry firearm and you don't put a put a fucking slug in that cop.
2: Or at least tell the cop I'm going to need you to move that fucking knee, buddy. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. give them a warning. Sure, <laughs> it's more than they give, so be better than them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I, I'm going to need you to fucking act. Like if the human. if you if you live in a on a religious compound and the ATF come running up to your door, fucking guns blazing, shooting your dog and shooting at the door, you should fucking shoot them back. Absolutely. Right.
2: <laughs> Absolutely.
3: To me, and to me, that's like if you're going to carry guns, then it is your duty to defend the people. You are what the police should be. Yes. We shouldn't have an oppressive state force fucking killing us, investigating us, tearing apart our lives, tearing apart our communities, ruining fucking everything that liberty stands for. We should have people fucking carrying and taking care of each other. Mm-hmm. It should be the people defending the freedom
2: of other of this from the state. Somehow we fell away from that particular ideal as a nation. I don't know where it all went wrong. People started getting
3: scared and get like this. You said the gangsters. They started saying, "Oh, we got we got to do something about this. We got we, the gangsters are protecting their money and shit. Well, you know, maybe look into why they're doing the shit they're doing." But
2: <laughs> or we finally decide a path to take and we don't allow any deviation. That's fine too. Well, that was the whole <laughs> purpose of the fucking Bill of Rights and the Constitution and. That was the purpose
3: of that. Yeah, put us <laughs> on
2: this path and to 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 hold the straight and narrow, you know.
3: <clears throat> to pre- to prevent the things that we've had to fight for from ever happening and again that we've
2: slowly watched happen.
3: Yeah, begged for it. <laughs> so I guess I don't think guns is the answer uh, to the problem of the of the shootings. Well, just so folks you know, know
2: that uh, the the self defense part of it do do people have the right to carry? Okay. We we discussed and let's say everybody goes along with okay you can have the guns at home to be part of the militia that you know, you know whether you believe you should have that or not it's fine um, but do we have the right to actually carry them out in public because to form a militia you don't necessarily have to have your, your weapon on you all the time no no you know you just have to have it you know ready to get to in a you know meaningful amount of time which you know running from Walmart back to the house to get your guns and go to war right? Yeah, that's a reasonable amount of time but in 2008 we actually had a Supreme Court decision that you know, one of the first to solidify an idea that has been raised and that is that uh, self-defense is actually one of the central components of the amendment yeah and that's kind of where I go I just I can't I can't I have to be able to protect myself if I've got to protect you as well, I, I can't protect Absolutely. you if I'm dead. I Absolutely. can't protect you if I'm in a cage. So I have to be able to protect me first. Of and course, in, you have in, to. In, the, in the act of doing so, anybody that's in my scope.
3: Yeah, that's and that's the that's the part I stick on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right,
3: I can't just say no. no, no you can take this guy. you yeah, ain't you're, touching me. <laughs> if you're if you're ca- like Stephen Wilford, you know, <laughs> yeah. if you're carrying carry it to the defense of yourself and
2: the public around you. If you're coming to put people in concentration camps and I've got a gun you don't, you're not going to the concentration camp either until I'm dead. Right? <laughs> then I hope you pick up my weapon and continue the fight. If not, you know, well, you, you get you. Um, yeah, I mean... I'm not going to sit there, no, you take him, you... Go, no, you ain't touch me, I got the gun, you can take that sucker over there, he didn't get one, it's his fault, nope, no, I'm not going to be like that. And and because <laughs> of and because
3: we've given all our power to basically the police and law enforcement, look what happened to Uvalde. Yep. Had the parents not been getting maced by the fucking pigs outside, they could have, they might have lost their lives, but maybe a few children would have been saved. For, for every bullet that doesn't go into a child, that's one fucking child saved, right. you know what I'm saying? So, and if two of the cops had to die to get that one kid out, yeah, I'm for right. it. But that clearly shows us that they're not willing to do that anymore. No. Their only purpose at this point in time is an oppressive fucking state force.
2: <laughs> well, that event is exactly why, I, is the reason that I have jumped up you know, my comments and advocacy about the Second Amendment and why I've joined on in the fight. It, 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 it helped solidify just,
3: what became my view on the Second Amendment.
2: Before that, it was, you know, you, man, I hope they don't take it away. You know, I hope people aren't stupid enough to give this away because, you know, look at the rest of the world that's actually followed this path. Um, it, it, It's it's bad. Yeah, if I have a gun and you're
3: standing between me and the person that's shooting my child, you're getting shot next. Like, you're getting shot before that guy.
2: Right. <laughs> but it, that... that if we can't rely on the cops that we begged for and pleaded for from our government for a reason to, to say we don't need our weapons because we have cops to protect us, when they show up within five minutes and still can't do jack shit for two hours, come on. Yep, don't eat them. <laughs> a well-regulated militia I'm already is to the point where when trouble is seconds away, cops are only minutes. <laughs> it doesn't matter the the if somebody's breaking into your home they're already at your house how long is the cop going to take to get there it's too damn long the cop the bad guys already there <laughs> so the, without the cop being at your front door before the criminal gets there the cop's useless <laughs> <laughs> absolutely and i'm not going to have a cop posted He's in my investigative purposes only <laughs> he, he, yeah him showing up 5 minutes after the fucking event is no good to me <laughs> And it's no good for <coughs> you folks. so I ain't saying have a gun but have some way of defending yourself yeah have some way of defending your home more than just yelling and screaming and you know wailing your arms I mean,
3: and, yeah. and if and I feel like and if you're going to carry a gun out in public that should be fine as long as you're not one of the people who will have to get into the um, the like the concerning behaviors if you don't fall under these if you're not one of these people you should you know you want to carry around out in public fine but at that point in time you have become basically a police officer what we should have a a peace officer I should say you know what I mean if you're carrying a gun out in public you should be a peace officer uh, of sorts someone to protect the community and yourself um but there are uh with the concerning behaviors things you know as far as people who shouldn't have them um sixty-two you know, percent of all the mass shooters uh, had, like, obvious concerning mental health behavior. Um, they, and 57%, all talked about it. Uh, 56 there's leakage, where they actually were like, and that that's where they're talking about it specifically. Right? Right? Where they're, um, like with fucking uh, 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 Virginia Tech guy, Cho or whatever. You know, um, Fifty-four percent, like, you know, it, they start to, east, the, the downward spiral of them becomes very, like, it is clear to multiple people around them. Um, they, yeah, so it's, there, there's these clear signs that something's going on. Now, these aren't always, people that exhibit these signs aren't always going to be a mass shooter, but it's something that needs to be considered when selling them a firearm or allowing them to carry one, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Allowing them to get their hands on it. Um Usually the first instance of concerning behavior goes back to over 25 months before the events. So there's been, a, most of the time, you know, 56% of the time, people have known that there's been a problem. Uh, 92% of the school shooters, like the school-age shooters, schoolmates knew. You know, like, they like 90%, 2% of people who noticed these concerning behaviors were schoolmates. Um, a spouse and domestic partner noticing concerning behavior in the shooter was 87%. Um, law enforcement, 25%. A religious mentor, 5%.
2: <laughs> and see, with, with people knowing what's going on, that, that, again, leads me to the whole problem of people, what the hell people. When somebody tells you that you know they're going to shoot up a school, I mean, if you're not going to... Beat their ass into a pulp right there for having that kind of a thought and letting them yeah. know that that's um, unacceptable. Yeah. They at least call somebody. Yeah. The FBI even if it's says the use, useless cop. Let somebody fucking know that might supposed to have something to do with it. Yeah. But my thought is, if you know, somebody says they're going to shoot up a fucking school around me, I'm punching them right in fucking face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make him show up with a few less teeth, at least. <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm gonna <laughs> definitely make him rethink those
3: thoughts. Um. So the FBI says that if a person recognizes behaviors as problematic but takes no action, the opportunity for intervention is missed. Whether and how a person responds to an active shooter's concerning behavior is likely influenced by a lot of personal and situational factors. You know, um, so it, it, the, the most important thing is to do something, right?
2: Break his freaking kneecap, and make him think about me every damn time he takes a step. <laughs> you know, uh, he won't think about a goddamn elementary school. <laughs> Might shoot me next week, but <laughs> yeah. Uh,
3: active shooters displaying multiple concerning behaviors. Um, the eighty-three uh, percent of people who, who saw them who saw multiple concerning behaviors do nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. You know. Thus, in many instances, the concern stayed between the person who noticed the behavior and the active shooter. Um. Fifty-one percent uh, for the next the next most common responses. Fifty-one uh, percent were report the active shooter to non-law enforcement, and 41 uh, percent uh, reported it to and a law enforcement right uh, in between people most of them are like they'll talk about it with somebody else a friend or a family member uh, law enforcement seems to be the last person they want to talk to <laughs> um, so the thing is and like I said you know these, these guys are they're, they're, these shooters they're recognizable they're, they're signs there's many things that should be set up as a red flag to stopping them from getting firearms so are tyrants You know um, Right Uh, Social media has all this ability To scan our shit And to know what we're doing And to fucking send us ads And they can target ads based on searches Why aren't they doing anything to stop this They have more power to stop it than anything
2: What's that damn movie Where people would get arrested For crimes that they might commit in the future
3: Minority Report
2: That might have something to do with
3: it <laughs> sure, you're not arresting these people yet, but you. Then again, <laughs> you know, it's you. you can't. You can't. You, like I said, you have like you have men, bad mental health issues. What the fuck do you need an assault rifle for, right? You you you're fucking you're you 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 talking to people about shootings online and whatnot, and there's nothing that pops up on a database that can be maybe at the gun store. Where when they enter your name in, it pops up, oh, this guy's on social media and people are calling him school shooter. You know, that there there has to be something. There has to be something they can fucking do. And sure, there's a the whole thing of a minority report. I, I get your point. I see your point there. It's a slippery slope. But so this is, is every the every so, direction you go off of it. So is the another slippery slope is the incline of fucking mass shooters. <laughs> These rampage killers. <laughs> who yeah. could have been stopped with a little bit of comment. Even the using the rules that are in place
2: would have stopped them. Every direction off of this topic is a slippery slope, which might say something to why so little has been done. Because every direction that you look, it's like, whoa, that can go horribly wrong. Well, yeah, but so has the situation that As has it caused yeah, so, It's so, going <laughs> horribly wrong. We have to do something. So exactly what it what is it? Now, I would be amiss if I didn't hit you with the same question that I hit up with every single other person that brings up that particular term. Assault weapon.
3: Gotcha. Okay. What And uh, what, what, what is a weapon for? What are you <laughs>
2: classifying as an assault weapon? Um
3: fucking like uh extended clips, like, you know, fucking uh, rapid-fire, maybe not full-auto, you know, that shit's useless. Hell, I think if more guns were full-auto with these mass shooters, there'd be less killings um, because they're just so fucking horrible. Um, but, yeah, like, like rapid-fire fucking extended-clip magazine rifles, fucking high-powered shit like that. And like I said, a lot of them are being done with handguns, you know, and that that's the thing that should be looked at, too, because handguns are more concealable. But, I, yeah, the... What does a psychopath, a known psychopath, need a fucking forty-five round clip for?
2: So the number of bullets that can be held in one place.
3: The easy access to ammunition like that, yeah. The the ability to just go into a room and spray, yeah. That that that's a problem. That's a problem. Am I saying okay. we need to ban assault weapons? No, but I'm saying that there's certain things that certain people shouldn't be able to get hold of.
2: Well, on, on that particular part with the, you know, uh, large-capacity magazines, what? Uh, s- pick a number. You say 40, 50, 100, 20?
3: I don't know. 20 sounds about reasonable, maybe. I mean, and that, that and you know, because, like I said, I'm not saying these clips shouldn't
2: exist. Okay, so a 20-round magazine for uh, a rifle, semi-automatic rifle, is you know the limit. Yeah okay, it's theoretical, of course. I'm not, you know, with a 12 gauge shotgun that everybody says is perfectly fine to have. Because oh yeah, I know they're fucking
3: super. They're crazy. <laughs> you can do um, a lot with the shotgun.
2: I can put in buckshot that can shoot, you know, just a, a single a single lot buckshot. And you what I think it's 12 pellets. Yeah, I agree. That's 12 round, 12 projectiles downrange per trigger pull. Yeah. So in three trigger pulls, three rounds. I've already sent more projectiles downrange than your 30-round magazine <laughs> that I had to pull 30 times to get it to do. Right, right. Um, so the the number of projectiles that you you've got there, it, 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 I I find a fault with because, like I said, with a shotgun I can send more projectiles downrange. Yeah, it. with the, the accuracy is a thing, but yeah, I, if I'm if I'm praying and spraying, come on, yeah, yeah. I mean. You know, let's take Las Vegas. How many rounds did he fucking shoot? He, he wounded a lot of a fucking lot. people. Like 400 and some people yeah. wounded and, you know, 70 killed? Yeah. 60, you know, something like that. Um, so, yeah, let's say 500 people, you know, just to give a nice round number. You know, that would take a lot more shots, you know, with, you know, a shotgun than one shotgun is going to hold. Or, But, you know, I can get a 20-round mag with a shotgun and send the same pellets down range. Yeah. I've still got less than 30 rounds but I'm sending more projectiles down range in those 20 rounds than the guy did with freaking five AKs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need accuracy when I'm firing into a crowd, man. Okay, okay, well. I don't need accuracy when I'm firing down that's a hallway.
3: That's true, and that's, that's, that's another good point. And like I said, it's, like, I'm, I'm not saying limit the weapon's existence or li- li- limit selling weapons. I'm, I'm saying look. limit who can buy them.
2: Let's go on with the, what the actual uh, assault weapons ban had.
3: Oh, the, the, that, that lowered 15 number. The, the, 15 the last one that deaths? actually
2: passed in 94. Yeah, no, not Clinton's, the new one that is. useless. Yeah. Law. <laughs> 15 okay. lives or so. It was safe. a semi automatic <laughs> rifle acceptable to accept detachable magazines that had two or more of the following either a folding or telescopic stock. So, a weapon that you could customize to fit. Properly, no, no, no. Yeah, that's too- a pistol grip, okay, and an ergonomic way to hold something. Yep, that's a no-no. Bayonet mount, I fucking agree with. <laughs> You've got no reason, even in actual modern warfare, to have a fucking knife hanging on the end of your fucking yeah. weapon. That is the stupidest fucking thing ever to be conceived to put onto a fire. I mean,
3: during like Civil War and whatnot, it gave you a spear after you shot your gun. After
2: you shot your one shot and the guy was charging you, yeah, you could you actually had one. Club him! (laughs) You ain't got to be as accurate. And and it always hurts. Uh, A flash hider. Or a threaded barrel designed to accommodate one. The fuck point is a flash hider. It doesn't really hold the flash... Yeah. Yeah, you still get a muzzle flash. Right. Do they
3: have noise suppressors as a separate thing? Um, maybe they f-
2: only only on the pistol
3: version. Of so a the rifle. silenced rifle is is okay.
2: It's suppressed, they they yeah they never silence, but it, you know it what I mean. don't even come close. It barely suppresses. <laughs> um, and another one I actually you know, agree with, and you know, to a point, a grenade launcher shouldn't have a grenade launcher on your weapon. But if the grenade launcher is the only other thing that it has, that's fine. I could put a grenade launcher on my my, my bolt-action five-round Remington. Or oh, about
3: fine. an M16 with a grenade launcher.
2: M16 with a grenade. And that's got a pistol grip with the grenades. So I can't have that. If I put a telescopic sock uh, thing like uh, on, on my shotgun, <laughs> you have you have
3: build points
2: for your <laughs> for your rifle. Yeah. <laughs> if I put a telescopic butt you know, buttstock on it, and the grenade launcher, that that made that rifle bad. But if I get rid of the telescopic buttstock and shave my buttstock, or you know, put an extender on it that's not te- adjustable, so it custom fits me, that's perfectly fine with the grenade launcher. <laughs> so, I mean, we're, we're talking about things that look.
3: Yeah, there is that None argument. None of this changes
2: the functionality of the weapon. None. And, I mean. The pistols. A magazine that attaches outside of the pistol grip. So, where the magazine goes in is a big issue.
3: Yeah. Actually, the most accurate, the deadliest, if he would have had more time of our shooters that we've gone over, is Charles Whitman. And he did them with, like, bolt-action rifles. Yeah. So yeah, those those to me they're 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 deer rifles they're just they're he was more deadly with a deer rifle than a lot of these motherfuckers were with machine guns. Yeah, with shit. your
2: pistols you can't have it you couldn't have a threaded barrel to attach um, to attach an extender a flash suppressor a hand grip or a suppressor. So no barrel modifications. Interestingly enough, I heard in one of the interviews I went, that over in UK the only way that you can get a pistol with, without their extreme pistol permit is to permanently weld a suppressor to the end of it to make it into a quote unquote rifle okay <laughs> now over here you can't get a fucking suppressor over there you have to weld it to the end of your pistol to get it out of the pistol category it's ridiculous that's um, ridiculous uh you can't have a manufactured weight of kilograms or more when the pistol is unloaded so you can't have a fat bitch pistol they're weight shaming my pistols man yeah what does it matter how much it weighs (laughs) and why would it matter that it's heavy i mean other than to control the recoil you can't have a heavy weapon because it it doesn't recoil as much are are they worried about it being used as a blunt instrument i mean i don't i don't understand that one that one's weird (laughs) And a semi automatic ver- version that looks like an automatic. So no semi-automatic tech <laughs> <laughs> semi automatic shotguns with the folding or telescopic sight, not stock, pistol grips, a magazine capacity of more than five rounds or a detachable magazine. The internal magazine of excess of five rounds or a detachable magazine. All those would be considered an assault weapon. My current shotgun holds six. Yeah. My last shotgun held six and had a custom, a custom stock and grip that I put on it. You know, you can buy it right there at fucking. Uh, Dick Sporting Goods and bolted yep. right up to it to give me a pistol grip and tell a stop at sight. Uh, stock. <laughs> I don't know why I keep wanting to say sight.
3: Imagine a shotgun with a sight. Fucking, <laughs> with a scope on
2: yeah, it. <laughs> sometimes you can't hunt with buckshot, so you have to use slugs and then you put you a scope on there so you can send that slug yeah, out yeah. of your yards.
3: <laughs> but, uh yeah. And having guns for hunting, they didn't talk about that in the second minute because it was kind of like a no-brainer. Right? And, yeah. They're like, of course you can have a gun to hunt.
2: <laughs> like, if I can oh. have a gun to hunt, you think I'm not going to defend myself? Yeah. with it when That's why people to say, oh, ship? the Second
3: Amendment's about hunting. Like, no, it's not. They didn't write about it because they didn't think it would be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you need a grenade launcher to go hunting deer? So, no. No.
2: Yeah. Apparently, it's okay to put a grenade launcher on there as long as you don't have any other modifications, yeah. which is okay. So, and and now, man. I wish I could pull it up and actually share it. I don't even remember if I can find it now. A YouTube video where these groups were out there with pictures of all these guns on the billboard behind them and you know, asking which ones do the people want to ban. Now they were doing it under a guise of we're collecting data to find out which guns we're gonna ban under this new, new banning law. And people would point out the strangest shit
3: Yeah, I've I've seen things about this. If the gun was
2: black, it it needed to be banned. Well, yeah. yeah. Now, you could take a pink AR-15 and have it over there. That one was perfectly fine. Hell, a blue M60 was perfectly freaking fine. But the black Remington 22 fucking (laughs) skeet shooter over there, that had to be banned (laughs) because it looked like an AR-15.
3: I mean, and I decided it's... And that that comes in the whole thing about your is it just is it because of the the connotation with like the I, I what?
2: Well, you've got a lot of people that have a lot of misunderstanding about weapons. I mean, hell, even Biden said a nine millimeter would blow a lung out.
3: I mean, I, I don't know. I've never I've never tried. Well, so
2: he actually said that, and people are believing it. You know, Trump didn't say fucking you know drink bleach, but people believe he did.
3: <laughs> it's funny to talk about. <laughs> um the it thing is though it, he didn't say it but you could you could see him saying it <laughs> he inferred that we we're gonna to try to get it in there <laughs> I, mean, I mean he uh, opened that door
2: <laughs> he opened the door fucking mine actually let a nine millimeter blow the lung out in the body no not even close um we, we got chainsaw attachments I ain't never seen a chainsaw so until somebody said that shit then somebody built one with a chainsaw attachment, like for Doom.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, that was actually brought up in one of the the, the lower state level things. Or it, it, it was there were for chainsaw attachment. Forgot. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about weapons that can send five thousand rounds a minute downfield with their five hundred round capacity magazines that's and chainsaw attachments. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Just don't put a fucking chainsaw on it.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: These things just can't—they can't do it. I mean, even a fully automatic weapon ain't gonna be sent five thousand rounds down there without melting a barrel. Yeah, yeah, and it's—that's <laughs> why—that's why many like why guns have rotating barrels. I guess I—I
3: I don't, I don't think doing anything about. I don't—I don't think like you know, making guns banned. I don't. Like I said, to me, it's the people that are the problem, right? And you got to be able there's you got to be able to try and do at least do due diligence keeping guns out of the hands of these people.
2: I agree with that. We definitely need to do something with our people. People you know, are the problem, I, and that's that's what I said. I mean, like and it's the people down here in the homes, and it's the people up there in the fucking White House.
3: They're all part of the fucking problem. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, and we've given them so much of our power and whatnot that it's what are you going to do about it? You know, like. <laughs> It's coming to that point now, it's like, well, you can go shit or get
2: off the pot. Well, I gotta I got to say if I'm gonna take the, the side and one or the other's got to suffer. Um, because you can't solve both. We we got to keep the second. To me, keeping the second and establishing exactly what it is is the more important part.
3: I don't see why we couldn't do both. No, yeah, yeah. More responsible application yeah. of the second. <laughs> we, we can definitely prevent get more, the more training
2: in, the, in public in the public hands yeah. um, get, get more education into the public like hands. yeah you
3: can buy a gun you have to pass you have to get a goddamn test to get a car to drive a car yes you know so they need they need to have more rigorous screening of who can buy guns for to sure a
2: car is a privilege weapons are a right but it does say well regulated folks
3: <laughs> uh, it's not too much of right you can lose those rights you know Rights can't be taken away.
2: Well, they can. If Privileges you can be. Somebody else's.
3: Well, then, like I said, rights can't be taken away. Privileges can. I, you know yeah, and so, I said it, it. But thing is, it's like your right to freedom kind of over supersedes that. You know what I'm saying? Like you're, you have a right to liberty, and and you have, you also have a, a. Um, a obligation to defend said Liberty. Right. And if you're incapable of doing so, you, you, you're not part of the equation with it. You know what I'm saying? Like these like fucking psychopaths that fucking, you know, carrying around a bag full of dead cats should not be able to go and buy a gun. You know what I mean? We should fucking scream the shit out of them because everybody should have the right to carry one except for those who are not going to be able to fucking do what they're supposed to do with it. And, and that's the that's the thing. These people, it's, it seems to be like almost a disease, like some sort of recognizable illness that's spreading through social media, through fucking the media itself. The these mass shooters, ever since Columbine, have taken on a life of their own. It's all like it's almost viral, like <laughs> it's almost
2: biological. Now, I wonder just just as a, a curious direction of thought, if everyone was a carrier. And trained. You know, let's, let's say we got our models, you know, citizenry up and, you know, we train them from kindergarten. Up. Then these psychopaths with
3: a gun would be less of a threat.
2: Yeah. As soon as, you know. If, if
3: everybody was Stephen
2: Wilford. Yeah. If everybody's Stephen Wilford, and then we get fucking Lambda coming up, you know, you, everybody's going to be fucking paying attention to that kid. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You, know, you go ahead. Go ahead. Pull that motherfucker out. Well, go ahead. Start your shit. You're going to find out what happens. And notice a lot of
3: these mass shootings also don't occur in the hood.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I've, I've kind of noticed they don't happen in places where there are multiple other guns. Exactly.
3: Where, especially in like tight-knit communities where people are going to fucking defend themselves against such a thing. <laughs> exactly.
2: Yeah. You're not going up in, in, into, you know, any particular borough of, you know, some major metropolitan areas and start shooting random folks at their little car gatherings. Mm-mm. Because every goddamn one of them son-bitches is going to start shooting back. Yeah. You ever seen any mass shootings at a gun show?
3: <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I, I get that point. I I'm mean, not
2: even sure there's been an armed robbery at a gun show. And,
3: not, and like I say, I'm not saying put guns in the hands of everybody. You know, I'm saying screen them.
2: I'm saying let everybody that has the desire to have a weapon have one. At least up to, oh, okay, I I can see that. If everybody can carry freely, and okay, we we limit what you can carry in public. Yeah, yeah, because that's not infringing on your right. That would be just limiting the public. Honestly, yeah, somebody with an assault rifle
3: could be taken down by three people with six shooters.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> you know and you know, even if you take away the assault weapon I can you know, send more pellets down range with a shotgun yeah
3: and it's you know, I
2: can carry fucking what is it 1, two, three, four, five, six, 7, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 I can carry 18 handguns fairly easily yeah and if there's if there's you know that's 180 rounds that I can fire off damn near as fast as a guy with the fucking machine with with the uh the Quote, unquote, assault weapon. The AR, the semi-automatic rifle kind of thing. Yeah. For about the same cost, honestly. Because I don't have to have expensive handguns to do that. Now, what
3: what do you think about uh, ammunition limitations? How much ammo a person can, like, amass? like Amass an
2: individual? or c- carry on them at, you know... Well, let's discuss both. Because amass, I think you should be able to have whatever the hell you want. Honestly, okay, yeah. and I've solidified that, especially after Biden's little speech about you know you think you're going to come after the government, Jack. You need freaking you know machine guns, grenades, yeah, I know. F-15s for that. That's that. That to me sounds like some bully in the schoolyard saying, "Yeah, you and what army?"
3: That's that's what I've been saying all along. <laughs> is we need guns so we can shoot them, all of them. They're here so, in a yeah, uniform. I think, <laughs> I, I think
2: we should have fully automatic weapons. I think I should have a grenade launcher. I think if I have the fucking money, means, and the training, huh. I should be able to have an M1 Abrams because
3: yeah, you, you, your duty is to defend the people from the state, right? Yes. You should be able to defend the people from the state. Yes. That's another argument that comes up is, well, we've lost that. <laughs> They, uh, as far as arms races, yeah, it won. sounds like
2: yeah they've already. He's put it out there's like bitches, we've already won. You can't. Yeah, I'm already taken your brownie. I'm coming after your milk.
3: They, they they can they they can fucking like uh you know missile guide bullets now. There's drone bullets. Yeah, they they've won. They've won the arms race. You know against the people.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, people keep bringing up that there's no way that we would be able to hold off our government if they wanted to take over. I disagree with that. I mean, Afghanistan put up a heck of a fight. Iraq, not so much. Syria, yeah, they, we couldn't do jack shit with. The, but they were all. But those are people that
3: are already entrenched, right? Those are people that are already there, and they're, you're you're going somewhere else that you're not from. And doing it here, I like, so you have people that it'd be much the same here, but at the same time, it seems like they're willing to pay that cost. If you look at shit that they already have done, they're perfectly willing to pay the cost of what it would take an entrenched war against its own people. I feel they're perfectly willing, capable, and happy to do so.
2: Oh, I know they're they're willing and ready <laughs> to. <laughs> See, I don't know, and I've, I've never seen an instance and where the biggest you know, the, thing the is the military like said. No, I'm not following that order because that requires me to shoot a civilian. Um, so I, I really can't say that I think most of our military would say no i'm not firing against america no
3: and the thing is they've they've widened they, they use things like terrorism to be able to excuse murdering civilians right if if you if they give an order if they if the government says well this this group here is a terrorist or if they're not if they're doing a b or c they're a wow. terrorist you have to kill the terrorist right if that terrorist is a civilian it's still a terrorist you know, and that's that's the thing. They'll use stuff like that, man. Yeah. And that whole concept of, yeah. you know, I've heard people argue back with oh. me on that. Oh, well, the, their own soldiers would, would just lay down the rifles or they'd start shooting. No, they wouldn't. Some might, but most wouldn't.
2: No, most of them, I, I, I doubt
3: any of them would stop. And the thing is now they don't need soldiers. A drone does not have a conscience. Fucking and Tesla now has those optimuses. How long before they're carrying fucking rifles? <laughs> they don't have. They're, they're making damn sure. So like I, you know, it, it, is it even effective at this point? You know, I, I I I'd like to say yeah, but I don't I don't know that we could do anything about it.
2: We've got drones. We've got you know people that are per- perfectly capable of three D printing cages to put firearms on drones, so we can make our own armed drone force. They'd have a, I, I'm not saying they wouldn't have a, come up against a hell of a resistance, and the resistance is really all we need to have to put up. I mean, we don't necessarily have to to win a long stage war just to let them know that
3: you know,
2: we're not going to stand for this. This is going to cost you a whole lot more than you're looking at. Is probably enough. Yeah. Well, I, I, mean, I would hope that it would mostly be enough. Well, during the, but I can tell the, you what I'm worried about actually happening. If we give it up to the point where we don't have the ability at all, and that would be, you know, you know, like, you know, fucking Mao.
3: Yeah, and where, were our government not a, a clearly appearing to become a totalitarian, tyrannical, fucking oppressive force? I would say. I would say, yeah, sure, you know we, we don't, you know, we don't need them. Fuck it. But since our government is clearly against us, they're <laughs> clearly out to get us, they have no interest in our personal liberties, freedoms, or rights, or concerns, or safety. Neither side. <laughs> Clarification. R, D, doesn't matter. They doesn't, don't give a fuck. Yeah, they, they don't. They, the R and D doesn't matter. It's the people pulling the strings, right? It is clear what they are going to do. I mean, this is the one time that we shouldn't get rid of guns, and but the thing is, if they're not going to, if everybody's just going to be like, well, I don't want to start shooting at the cops, or I don't want to start shooting at the National Guard, I don't want to either. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to be in the situation we're in. But God damn it, they're either going to come take him and kill you, or you got to start fucking shooting. I am so <laughs> glad
2: that we live in a world where some people feel safe enough to walk out into, into our into public without any defensive re- weaponry on them at all. They don't carry a knife. They don't carry a gun. They don't know how to fight. I'm fucking ecstatic that you think you live in a world that that's okay. I wish I did. Yeah. I wish it was. It'd be great. That's the that's the world I, I, I'm i aiming for the same world that you are. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> My wants to shit in one hand, want in the other. Which one's getting full first, folks? Yeah. I I I can't see it ever happening, not without it going completely to shit first. So <laughs> yeah, the government has become
3: a it's become a tyrannical force. People it, it, you're not safe and it's not just the government. You're not really safe from other people who already like I said, you can ban all the guns you want. You can you can make guns illegal today. It doesn't stop a goddamn thing about the guns that are out there. It don't do a fucking thing. Not a damn thing. You're not gonna round them all up. Like, you if can if you fucking buy back. Three, you're only going to
2: get thirty to fifty percent of it. Help yeah. me,
3: me, and uh me and a friend of mine built built fucking little pop guns that shot fucking little uh, rolls of tape with little piece of metal inside them out of like little spare parts off of fucking tower radios. Dude, and firecrackers. Dude
2: Japan just made a, a basically a glorified pipe uh, spud gun. Is what I saw. I mean I don't know exactly the works of it, but the looks of it looked like a glorified freaking spud gun. Yeah. Couple of pieces of pipes and propellant and some projectiles, it's all you freaking need. And he, he, he assassinated a dude with it over there, man. Yeah, in a place where they can't have guns. You know, so, exactly, like, you, you can't stop somebody, you're not gonna get rid of
3: I mean, you could say it would solve the problem, and sure, if you erased guns out of everybody's hands, sure, if you replaced all the guns with walkie talkies and yeah, when it comes down to I me mean, yeah, that's our first question. South Park reference this episode <laughs> I was wondering how we're going to fit one in I, I wasn't trying <laughs> until it just came down I was like replace them all with walkie talkies <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: I mean if, if if a law was going to prevent this would we not think that the law against murdering another human being... Should be also used? do so?
3: Agreed. <laughs> uh, it seemed Laws are useless. So, <laughs> going
2: the whole law route. I mean, let's ban this. Let's make this illegal. Let's stop the... Stop. Just fucking stop. It's not helping... Stop it's,
3: laws. They're not doing anything.
2: The, <laughs> the basic... You know, you have the right to do whatever the fuck you want to do... Until it interferes with somebody else's right to do the same. That becomes... That's a code... That is a code. Then we have a code of morals, okay? That we can we can call them laws if we want. That's fine. It's, it's where it started, you know. Don't kill. Don't steal. You know. Don't take somebody else's shit. You know, whether it's stuff. You know, his wife. Right. You know, it, okay, that's enough. Nothing else should be done. every, every well, uh, environmental stuff. You know, stuff that's going to impact the world.
3: I uh, agree. Yeah. Uh,
2: okay, we can we can have, you know, a, a code of conduct for the earth itself as
3: well. We we clearly need some. <laughs> yeah. Man bear pig.
2: So I mean, but other than that, nothing's really gonna stop any freaking thing. What we're talking about here with let's ban assault weapons because we've got people dying. Yeah. To me, the best analogy I can give to that is okay traffic accidents speed is a factor in traffic accidents sure let's ban supercars because they look like they go fast everybody's dying in a fucking Honda or Toyota going 100 miles an hour but let's ban Corvettes and Bugattis and Ferraris and Lamborghinis
3: I mean I'm okay with that because of the deuce bags that usually have those cars (laughs) I don't like them to have nice things because they. but
2: let's just ban them because they look fast yeah (laughs) let's not look at the fact that only about 8% of the people that die in automobile accidents are dying in those but they look like they go fast and speed is a factor so we gotta stop the fast cars yeah so I mean that's that's the closest analogy I can come up with and it's just ridiculous yeah
3: a gun any any kind of anything that has to be like it has to be comprehensive and, and relevant to the data that's there.
2: when the problem isn't even the cars, the fucking people's feeding
3: yeah the <laughs> car itself did nothing except for with these self-driving cars now when we have self-shooting guns, Tesla uh, <laughs> you know I, I, knew, I knew I was suspicious of him for I've been he bought, he tried to buy Twitter and he has been doing a bunch of weird shit and you know I liked him on a lot of regards, but I was, and that's why I've always said I'm a little bit suspicious of Elon right now and now. No, no, there it is. There it is, folks. <laughs> I was right. He was up to something. He's just trying to
2: take the jobs.
3: It's not the jobs that he's going to take. It's the liberty that the government will use them <laughs> things to take from us. They already tried with the police dogs in New York City, and that shit didn't work out.
2: And the red bots and our robot. Yeah, folks. That, that's they look just fucking like him. They really do. your homes. We're here to protect you.
3: Yep. It's coming. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. This That's is what movie. people were asking for. Right? And the thing is, Terminator came out in, what, 84? You know? <laughs> like, we've had at least that long to think about machines carrying guns around.
2: <laughs> but did it stop us? No, it gave us the idea. <laughs> right? There's an argument to be made, that Because in, in,
3: in Terminator, throughout all the movies, no matter what they do, going back in time to stop Judgment Day, right? No matter what they do, it happens. You know, even Terminator, you know, uh, uh, Schwarzenegger said, Judgment Day is an inevitable. Yeah. Right? And it seems that because it ever happened at this one time, it's always going to. Well, it seems like he was right. By by coming up with the concept, (laughs) James Cameron has destroyed the world. (laughs) He raised the bar, and then he killed us all. (laughs) <laughs> like congratulations Tesla you've done it
2: you've done it yeah that is definitely a scary thought but you know, that, that's, that's, the, that's the future we're asking for it's the future that's coming whether we're asking or not
3: no, we're, we're asking they convince us that we want it so that they can make it
2: absolutely <laughs> just like they convince us that they can keep us safe <laughs> they can have police force Yeah. that does nothing to keep us safe yeah. all they do is take
3: our money yeah, and our civil liberties and oppressed people. They are the oppressive right arm of the state.
2: I me, well, you know, Mal did quote that uh, you know, political power grows from the barrel of a gun. And then he took all the guns from the people. And then he proceeded to murder Because the he was right.
3: <laughs> because he was fucking right.
2: Wasn't long after he took the guns away from the people that he started murdering the people.
3: Right, right. And that, that's called not fascism. Not socialism, even though he was socialist That's called totalitarianism
2: Totalitarianism Thank you Yeah, I remember that one in high school That was that one took a long, Yep. As soon as I read that word, that one stuck and with that me is, That is
3: a mask that gets on a lot of faces You know <laughs> you No, know,
2: it didn't just start with Mao Hitler done it, Stalin done it Hitler done it Cambodia done it A couple of little small countries Reagan, in Africa Reagan did it.
3: it I mean, uh, wait, what?
2: Venezuela recently done it. And, you know, Venezuela's recently started killing people after they took the people's guns.
3: Yeah, yeah. And, and like I said, it's totalitarianism, man.
2: I'm just waiting for uh, the UK, Australia, and Canada to follow suit.
3: Yeah. yeah. I mean, but then again, I've always been saying something's got to give, one way or the other.
2: (laughs) Hey, Canada recently just had a mass stabbing. I know. Still ain't got rid of the guns up there. You just stopped the, bay- stop the manufacturing. Been, that's, that's, what, that's another argument. Took any of them away is if we take the guns away, they're
3: just going to go back to bombing, right? Bombing was the thing in the '90s, you know, in the early 2000s, but now it's. It, and I feel like serial killers too have kind of gone, started to fade out, and we're getting more of these. We're
2: just not getting the the
3: the media coverage of it.
2: You know, one guy killing one person, you know, every couple of days. It, That's it, it, nothing. That's not, yeah. nothing to one person, you know, killing eighteen in you know, fifteen minutes. <laughs> <You know. laughs> Got to keep the news story. Got to keep these people hooked to the screens, man. Yeah. Yeah. Which is another thing. All right. Are these people coming up with this idea originally because, you know, they're just having these thoughts somewhere or are they just, you know, pissed no, off one day and they're having, they're doing a podcast. That's what I'm saying is a part of it
3: is media and social media and all that involved with it is because it's like, it's spreading, right? I think media definitely got a bigger Columbine of it than video like games. The media, media made, well, see, video games is another thing. Um, I'm not saying video games are responsible for it. I play violent video games, but there are certain people you know, just like certain people can't, you know, like people with epilepsy can't play certain games, right? There are certain people who shouldn't be playing these certain violent games. You know, it's, I'm not saying you can just take them away from everybody. I'm just saying that while it's not something we can do anything about, it's not fair to stop making these games. It also should be noted that it is a factor with these particular individuals. It's not creating them, but they are using it as training,
2: you know? But put, that, put something else into perspective here, you know, we, we, we're worried about, you know, firearm deaths. Big, big, big time, big time. And it, it's, it's, it's the one we're here to discuss. It is a big topic, it's, it's, it's relevant. But um, we're putting so much energy into, you know, controlling guns because guns kill people. You know, mine has never jumped up out of, my, out of my holster and done a damn thing. <laughs> And as soon, uh, I'm, as soon as I find one that can follow, you know, thought commands or, you know, something like that, I want one. Okay.
3: Well, I mean, just saying. Drone guns are coming.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to have one. As soon as I can program the thing to just fly around and, you know, fly around my neighborhood and you know, look for anybody approaching my property, I want one.
3: Like Magneto
2: with the little metal balls rotating I, around them? I, I as soon as it comes, I'll, I'm going to be trying to get one. As soon as I can find a drone that flies around my property, make sure nobody's running around me, and she doesn't even I'm cool with it. Okay.
3: You looking, hey, Hey, uh, I want to stand back. I took you off the no-kill list. But,
2: uh, <laughs> we don't do anything about all these other public safety things. No. I mean...
3: And I think the intention is the attention is specifically being put on guns for that totalitarian concept, for their purpose. I, mean, I, I think the attention is being unfairly put on the guns rather than the actual issues. That way, they can use it as a pretext.
2: Let's see here. What year is this? Yes. Twenty one. Two thousand twenty one. We had. 40,149 firearm deaths. 40,000 firearm deaths. Now, again, that is every death by far. We have 47,000 suicides. More people killed themselves than the total number of firearm deaths. Now, some of those people used to firearm. Homicides were 19,000, and some of those were of the firearm deaths. Fall deaths, 41,000. More people died from falling in 2021 than by firearms.
3: Falling. We should ban gravity.
2: (laughs) Um, Diabetes, 98,000. Yeah, yeah. All this money and effort going into fucking stopping firearms. You know we fucking make insulin better for
3: these fucking. I I agree. We're not In putting, fact, it could be argued that was not so much money being spent on, I don't know, oppressing the people and trying to take away their rights.
2: Sugar, so that we won't <laughs> have as much diabetes. Yeah, you
3: know, and and maybe let's let's go beyond diabetes. Right, another thing that's prohibitively expensive, is epinephrine. Yeah, huh. you can't you can't regulate allergens. You know what I mean? You can't regulate bees. You know, and I, you know, they'd probably try, but <laughs> you can't regulate bees. Like I said, so yeah, and like I said, all this money being spent, all this time being spent working on a problem that isn't good, that isn't really a problem in and of itself, working on the wrong aspects of a problem. Meanwhile, people are dying of bee stings because they can't afford epipens.
2: Don't have that
3: particular one. The bee sticks? Yeah, it's uh, more than allergies. zero
2: per year. Oh, it's definitely more than zero. <laughs> I'm wondering if they're lumped in with something with like the respiratory or something like that.
3: Right. Yeah, because the actual cause of death isn't the allergy; it's the asphyxia or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So
2: I'm wondering if those are lumped in with one of these other statistics. Probably. Here. Um, heart disease: six hundred thousand, six hundred sixty-eight thousand. Uh, respiratory diseases, one hundred thirty-seven thousand. Cancer, five hundred ninety-one thousand. Hmm. Higher than I thought. Poisoning, seventy-six thousand. Lower than I thought. <laughs> so, I mean, so we've got a lot of things to look into here. Other respiratory diseases, forty-four thousand. Influenza, 40, 40, 485,000. Um. Yeah, like I'm not trying to say that you know. Gun-related deaths aren't a big problem, but as as, as a re, as a measure of how much resources and effort we're putting into it, as opposed to other things that are easier to solve, yeah, we, we we just don't do it. We are not putting the effort into saving lives in other places that are are a lot easier to do. You know, again, like cars. Yeah, we actually put very like the
3: American. I don't want to say the American people, but America seems very unconcerned about the well-being of its citizens.
2: It does. Unless it's something scary.
3: Unless it's something they can scare you with.
2: All right. Now, I think the scare, I'm going to put the scare onto the other side here. Forgive me for using fear here. You know, but the government has already taken and you know made it where we cannot have automatic weapons and explosives. And, you know, large you know, armored vehicles and stuff. Any of the things that would make us an effective enemy or an effective opponent, I, should, I would better, better say, um, that, that's already gone. We mm-hmm. can't get that. Now they're coming after the other ones that would give us any kind of a fighting chance. You know, you know the ability to pull the trigger 40 times in a row without having to reload. Yeah, you, that, you get,
3: that's it. Just, you get rid of their mobile infantry, then you get rid of the infantry.
2: <laughs> uh, so I mean <coughs> why are they doing that? Why I, I mean
3: is, is it, wouldn't it be great if you could disarm a populace before you invaded it? Exactly. Like say Hitler called up France and said, Hey, uh all your just just go ahead and stand your armies down. And then they did it. <laughs> I mean, it would be great. Yeah. You know what I mean war would be so easy. Be so much begin. easier.
2: control you wouldn't have dissidents
3: none of that nonsense (laughs) (laughs) all that all that silly civil liberty shit
2: (laughs) I'm gonna bend you to the point where I think that yeah our government I mean it's too late in a lot of other governments because they've already done it but in our own I'm actually more fearful of the government putting it to the point where we will no they, they longer make have us, the
3: ability. They make us afraid of our neighbors. They make us afraid of our food. They make us afraid of our guns. They make us afraid of the internet. They make us afraid of every goddamn thing, but the thing we should be afraid of, which is them. Yeah. The ones saying, be afraid, be afraid. Those are the fucking ones you need to be afraid of.
2: Exactly. And they're taking our one particular ability to stop it. Yeah. And, and that's all they're doing. They're going after the things that threaten them. Not to threaten us, because the thing—the firearms that threaten us are handguns. The ones that people can easily carry around. That's the most popular choice of a mass shooter. Yeah. Of a homicide shooter. That's that's the that's the popular weapon is just your, your basic handgun, the one that's not banned, the one that nobody's paying attention to. Stuff like your your 1911s, your 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 Glock nine your, your Glock nine millimeters. You know, they hold ten rounds. You know, perfect. They fit. And what's legal, but that's what most people are getting killed by. Mm-hmm. But that's not the one they're going after. No, they're going after the ones that you would need to defend yourself against them. <laughs> yeah. So I see we we both come to the
3: insurrectionist uh, interpretation of the Second Amendment,
2: which is where I think it was originally coming <laughs> from.
3: And I, I I did a lot of research. Like I actually did uh, read back into like the precursors of the Second Amendment, which goes back to like. Uh, I like the, the Britain and 1600 fucking 1600
2: yeah. Britain yeah they had they had a, a militia standard as well
3: yeah and it was to keep so that parliament could defend itself against the, a rise of another tyrannical monarch in every and it, it happened again in Ireland you know everywhere that they fucking have you know there there's so many like precursors to it the, the and those are the ones I looked at like what mindset the people who wrote this law what mindset were they in and every everything that happened in the time leading up to the writing of the Second Amendment was so that people could defend themselves against a tyrannical state.
2: Yes. And I'm glad that it has evolved to the understanding that that also includes the self. Well, no. I think they said that I think it's just like hunting. It goes without saying. Yeah, I mean, it, it, <laughs> it,
3: it should. Yeah. <laughs> If, if you don't have the right to defend yourself,
2: what's the point of any of the rights?
3: <laughs> Do you have any rights
2: at all? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm glad that it evolved to that, and, and I, I, I'm all for us you know, revisiting it and you rewording that particular amendment to to open it up for that. Um, but yeah, every single one—well, not every single one—almost every single one of these governments that have gotten rid of that particular. You know, protection for the people by banning we- private owned weapons it has pretty much turned into a fucking shit show soon after, you know, with that particular government murdering their citizens. Yeah. It happens more after, often than not at least. So far it has. Yeah. You now we we've had a bunch of recent countries join that banning weapons bandwagon. So the numbers starting to balance out. Time will tell. Some of these incidents took, you know, twenty to forty years after the banning of the weapons before the effect came to mm-hmm. be.
3: And a lot of these countries where the, you have like super low gun violence, like Finland and whatnot, it's the gun. It isn't necessarily gun laws, I think, that did it. It's it it it's the mindset of the people and the culture there. They're just not walking around wanting to kill each other.
2: Well, you're looking at a much smaller nation that has a more Homogeneous national identity. Yeah. Um. I would like to say that you, know, you know, something like Carolina would be a good analogy of it, but you know, North Carolina is just a smaller version of the United States. We're it's another mix match of yeah all kinds of different ideals and all kinds of different peoples going wanting to go in different directions. And there seems
3: to be a lot of like. Language in the Bill of Rights and the fucking Constitution and whatnot that that leaned towards like it was supposed to always be like basically like states more so than the federal government like the federal government was kind of a a go like a a, a, a final say when it comes to things with certain things but like for the most part the states the individual states had the rights more
2: over the yeah it, you know what I mean a, it used to be that uh, the federal government was you know to 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 handle foreign affairs, to handle national defense, you know, the, you know, when it comes to the defense of the entirety, um, and to have a set of laws and you know, regulations for uh, for the code of conduct to be part of the union, basically. Right, right. Uh, and other than that, they really shouldn't have any say of anything. But that has definitely changed to the point where now it's everybody's under the thumb of the government. The government gets to set the laws, and you can set whatever laws you want as long as they're not repugnant to the government's laws. Um, I think there was 30-some federal laws when the government was formed. Now there's too many. And most of them were protections for the people from said federal government. Yeah. (laughs) Now I've looked into it. You cannot tell how many federal laws there are now. They've lost track there's too many laws. Unknown. Connected. Yeah, it's it's unknown. There have been several attempts to actually come up with the number of federal laws that are in place right now. Nobody can do it. There's too many.
3: they contradicting each other. It's like verses of the Bible at this the point. The government doesn't even know how many laws it has, folks. You can guarantee that was on purpose, <laughs> and so that no matter what, they can point to some
2: law, <laughs> some precedent. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't matter what you do. I guarantee you, it's against the law somewhere. Everything. I guarantee you, there's a book. There's a law. There's some freaking where about how you breathe. Come on. There's one in there about how to how to, how to wear a, a freaking. I got. Are you going to look know. it up? I, I got to know. <laughs> there's one in you there about the particular bodice that a woman, woman can wear. There's regulating. A, there's, a way, there's a law in there about the cleanliness of Coin money. Um, there, there, there's too damn many. <laughs> yeah, I hope you find some because i Respiratory,
3: respiratory protection standards.
2: alrighty <laughs> 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 then. So yeah, the government's gotten out of control, and they're now trying to push the control that they have further down our throats. And the only way they can do that is to make sure that we can't stop them. And they're, they're doing it one step at a damn time. And the people are letting them because we're scared of the scary rifles. Yeah,
3: because they're telling you to be. And I think part of even looking at like movies and whatnot too, they they've started using that, I think. Yeah,
2: they have. Nope. which is why I keep bringing up the numbers that you know, they're not as bad as everybody's trying to make them out to be yes it's horrible that we have 40,000 average gun deaths a year it sucks but there's 300 million people here there's 380 million guns here if the guns were the problem or just the people was the problem we'd have a lot more So, I mean, yes, I want that number to go to zero. How do we do that without giving up every single right that we have? I'd be happy with it it reduced to 10% of what it is now. Like, I'd see that as a huge, huge win. I'd be happy if we had the same damn number as long as it was just fucking criminals and the occasional uh, good person getting it. Yeah. You know, yeah, the occasional store clerk or something, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, sometimes for... <laughs> the criminal's faster than the the other person. You know, but if the other person's armed and both of them draw, and the criminal gets lucky, hey, that sucks. But at least the person had the opportunity and the chance. You know, the way they're trying to go is the criminal's gonna come in with a gun, and the only thing you can do is just say, "Okay, have it." You don't have a choice. You're a victim. Yep. And what does the victim do? They call for help. That's the only thing they can do. And that's,
3: and, and there's no help to be had, though.
2: No, there's not. Not in a reasonable. And you know of time. what they're
3: going to do? They're going to say, "You're right. There's no help to be had unless you have an armed robot standing by."
2: Or even yeah, even if we don't get to that point, without your own personal security. I, I'm really starting to believe over the past few
3: days that pretty soon we'll be living in a country. That is controlled by a fucking theocratic Christian nationalist movement that is using like these Tesla robots and self driving vehicles and all kinds of shit to further oppress the people and completely control society. Something like Handmaid's Tale meets iRobot. That is what I think we are coming to, and maybe the next 50 years, maybe sooner. It seems like they're accelerating.
2: I don't know, man. The, the, the whole Christian hold on the nation is, is slipping exponentially. Sure, in the populace, but
3: not in the government. It's rising exponentially. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, the, the, the people, yeah, sure. The, the Most people have the common sense to do it. The people in power know, hey, we've been using this fucking particular tool for over 2,000 years. To, <laughs> and it's still working.
2: Yeah. I can see that, but you know, the the more the people themselves start to lose their interest in it, then you know, undoubtedly at some point that that percentage has got to trickle uphill too. You'll have less of those evangelical diehards to to choose
3: from. Better education would do away with a lot of it.
2: Brings it back to the imagination. How do you solve all these problems? You start them young.
3: And you, yep. You teach them critical thinking skills. <laughs> you teach them how to do research on and scientific data. You lower
2: the pers- a personal dependency on carrying weapons in public. You make sure that every single person that is in public is proficient in hand to hand combat. Yep. You train them from kindergarten in karate, and you wind up by doing some Brazilian freaking weird flippy judo crap. Hey, you know why the Chinese are out
3: doing us? They're doing algebra in fucking like second grade, (laughs) and they start school at like what three? (laughs) Well,
2: that part, the the whole thing with the stems, yeah, yeah, that would be something that the government I would like the government to actually focus attention on.
3: Yeah,
2: let's. Break ground in new technologies so that there is something for people to be interested in. That say, I want to fucking do that. I'm gonna learn math, yeah. <laughs> uh, because without that, we have no need in the STEM sciences and stuff to to drive people into it.
3: Yeah, and I I think those things are like there's a lot of like STEM programs in schools and whatnot. But I don't think they're emphasized heavily enough.
2: Not enough. Not for where we're at right now. I no, we're, we're now getting privatized space travel stuff started, which would, if we had a better STEM program, would probably be a decade or two ahead of where it's at now. We'd already be sending people to the moon privately and building habitats there, I think, if we had a comparable STEM program to say China. Um we got to drum up the interest. We, we need more than just the space program. Now I'm glad we got the space program for that, but we need a lot more. Um, and that's where the government needs to you know, all these crazy ass ideas. The government needs to spend their time and money into breaking ground in that. See if any of them are, you know, feasible. And if you find one that's feasible, that's where the private sector would come in. And you know, hey, we're giving grants out for these classes. You know, find anybody that's worthy. Yeah, yeah. But no, we're 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 actually on the side that, you know, because of equality, we're getting rid of AP courses. <laughs> now, this is leading into something that's going to have to be a different topic, you know, on, on the education system. But it is relevant because we're, yeah. we're talking about the education system. If people are more interested in learning science, technology, and shit, then they're probably going to be... And you have to f- You have to foster that, that are... shit from early on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of having standardized crap that every kid has to meet with, find the ones that actually show the the aptitude for it and put them in it. Well, I mean, even the military does these little aptitude tests to show where you should go, to give you different like
3: path options, right? Because if, if your if your aptitudes below a certain level, you're not going to be a, you know say a, a nuclear submarine scientist. I
2: think we started to go down that route road a little bit until we realized that there's a disparity.
3: Yeah, well, it's they because it, it ends up looking like a racial disparity when really it's a poverty disparity because they use poverty to attack racial. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it shows the,
2: the whole we can't we can't keep we don't black send people's money to
3: property it. anymore but we can't keep them poor we don't send money <laughs> to
2: this neighborhood schools we send it to that neighborhood right. schools so we're missing out on this scientist uh-huh. but we got that scientist which shows up in the graphs later down the road I, sure I, I get it
3: yeah <laughs> systemic racism <laughs> well they're using pop because they because the, be like, well that white guy too he's under the same thing it's like well yeah but he's He's poor. <laughs> fucking,
2: fucking, oxygen. <laughs> yeah, I would love to say that it is nothing but systemic racism. No, it's not nothing but. There are many, many symptoms of a huge problem. And I don't want to say it to the point where you know it's it's the person's fault in that situation. <laughs>
3: I mean, on, on some level, personal responsibility always does come into play. Well, at the end, it,
2: it, it is the, it <coughs> is the, end of the end responsibility, um, which is where I w- want to go with this. <laughs> it, Which leads into the, the weapon aspect of the, the main topic as well is the personal responsibility. At some point, yeah. you have to take responsibility for your damn self, regardless of what's going on around you. Now, from the weapon aspect, you kind of got to do that. Carefully. Because what you think is great for you is not always great for your neighbors. No. But you have to start with you. You have to clean your own house. And once you got your own house cleaned, you can actually start influencing your neighbors. And if your neighbors are under the same ideals and that comes under attack, well, then you need to take the personal responsibility to protect them with what you have available. Yeah. And do so in the best manner possible, not just, hey, somebody showed up, I can shoot them. No. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about you, Texas. (laughs) With the
3: exception of Stephen Wilford.
2: Yeah, if somebody's already done something bad, you don't need to give them a warning. But if somebody's showing up and looking like they're nefarious, go and fucking talk to them and tell them they're not welcome there, or something along those lines. Tell them to get their shit straight. We don't take
3: back. too kindly to you mass shooter types around here. Yeah.
2: <laughs> now, and and on the other part about you know the, the poverty aspect with you know personal responsibility, you know, I'm uh, having climbed a, a little bit out of. I don't myself. think
3: poverty, when it comes to guns in in, in specificity. I don't think that poverty is so much part of the problem with the exception of like laws that limit no, felons from this having was this,
2: was this was to the, the educational aspect um, about being able to rise out of that particular area to join. Yeah,
3: yeah they, they they focus less on those kind of things in impoverished areas. Yeah, you,
2: well, you know, the government's not, they're looking at data. And the data is always skewed because it was based on something that was fucked up to begin with. Yeah. Okay, and... and unless you tear it down and restart you're never going to change the data afterwards
3: if it's all and, based and, on the same and based on the money you're willing to spend on a school in this neighborhood on the median income of the neighborhood is ridiculous you're you're saying that rich kids need better education <laughs> need more education spending I'm not sure sure that that's
2: the data. data.
3: They do it. They do that. They also use standardized testing as well. They use the
2: testing. And I would say say that the the reason that that statistic shows up is that the kids that are in those neighborhoods, they have more opportunity and um, more resources to draw from to help with that particular education. So they test better so the school gets more money. Yeah, that too. It's... I don't think it's the race issue. No, it. I, it's, I they, it's, but yeah. they do look at median income when they build When they're
3: when they're talking about how much we're going to spend in, say this county for for education, they look at median in, the state boards all that. They look at the median income, even the federal government too. They look at the median income of the area, and that's how they judge their their spending on it. Well. Look at the schools and say I, I, Heritage you, High School in Wake Forest. I have to take
2: a deep look into that to actually have an educated, you know, opinion. But just out of a
3: just drive by,
2: drive by, drive through like Heritage in Wake
3: Forest or Lochmere and and Cary, and look at those houses and look at the schools there versus Durham, Southside to Henderson. You see what I'm saying? The populations are similar. But the income is much different. Therefore, the schools are very are different, and you can see, you'll see it.
2: Well, Heritage is the, the newer school that just got built, not after my time. You know, I, oh, I went to Wakefield school, too. Shit, I Jesus. went to school in the the original three schools of Wake Forest before. Well, the
3: back then, yeah, back then it was a lower income neighborhood.
2: Well, Wake you know Forest I mean? still had its upper class. It did. It, well, it, everywhere it, it does, had the neighborhood but. across the tracks.
3: There was more neighborhood across the tracks.
2: <laughs> <coughs> like there, there was. And there was, the middle school was in that neighborhood across <coughs> the tracks. And folks, when I'm saying neighborhood across the tracks, yes, I am saying that is the segregated part of the town that you know, had the minorities in the lower income area. Yeah. The other part of the town that I'm saying that, you know, what is the part of. Town that's Main Street. You're talking about old-school plantation houses, yeah. two-story stuff. And,
3: well, now and that and has moved out down to Rogers Road, Heritage, Wakefield. Yeah,
2: all, yeah, now you've got the, the expansion is your, your common neighborhoods all around most metropolitan areas. Yep. Most so now even in the same town, you'll have a high school over here or a school
3: over here that's fucking funded to the max. Right? Cops are always in those parking lots. You know what I'm saying? But then you go down to the one downtown. But what I'm saying saying
2: is that whole neighborhood there, even the people from across the tracks and the people from over there at Heritage, they're on the same damn bus going to that same high school.
3: No. Yeah, I mean, in some and in, in like some more. And now some when cases, it was me, yeah.
2: we only had one high school, right? And that was so the, the whole case entire with me. town went to that one high school. But, the same with the school that was on that side of the track; it was the same school. But now, and when area, when there's an area with like, say, where I grew up in now, I, I, County, I get it in larger, like Raleigh. Raleigh's got still, a, this, this yeah, school district. You have to go, here, go to this district. district, and yep. they
3: actually enforce that your address takes you to that school. Yeah, they,
2: they, you, your address definitely. does So the same. they make sure well, you go to the school in that district. There are ways around that. Yeah, yeah there there is actually there's there's pathways you can take that actually caused my first instance with uh violating the actual law uh, my first you know foray into trouble was the fact that I was going to a different school district and our vacations were at different times <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um you know time and stupidity bro that's all you need <laughs> that, that's it that's it um uh, but yeah the, there's there's ways out of that trap. There is, if there you is. you realize there's a trap there and you realize that the system was built on a bad bad system. You know, and nobody's making an effort to change it because they're just going on data and the data doesn't show there's a problem. Because Yeah, well,
3: it, it does when you look at it right. But they make sure that the people who make the decisions don't get to look at the data right. Right. You know, or the ones who make the decisions are the ones who made that data what it is and they, they don't care.
2: Well, they look, they, 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 they look they, at all the other data that, that drowns it out. Yeah. And so... Everybody sees the, the big problem, but okay, people aren't seeing your problem. Pick yourself up and do something. Agreed, agreed. I mean,
3: that's why we have a Second Amendment, so you can pick yourself up and do something when you're being unfairly. Especially right impressed. now,
2: I know I'm, I'm, in a, I'm in a field of, of work where I'm seeing where the, the new expansion of technology is going into first. Yeah, and I'm telling you now. At least in my area, it is. Going, I saw it with it is the going, cell tower industry. Is going into the underprivileged first. It's it's going into these minority neighborhoods first. Anybody, you know why? Maybe because somebody's finally looked at the data and they're trying to say, to, to to prove something. So when we go when we were
3: when we do tower work in like rich fancy areas and shit like that, yeah, we were putting up their five G stuff and we're putting up their their first responder like um, can't remember the word for it now, but there's like a specific radio that was being put on there for like first responders. Right now in these poor neighborhoods where this sits going up and going up fast, it's more about this like first response thing. It's, it's about, um, there's, it's not so much about like the further of technology. It's about surveillance. That's where it seems to be. That's why you're seeing so much of it being pumped in there is it's for, is for increasing the infrastructure for surveillance. It's not going to like, to to other shit and also there's they're trying to they're, well
2: that that part of it I can see as being you know used in,
3: first net that's what they're called first net radios
2: yeah that I can I can see and they they're probably going to be putting freaking uh, sensors for gunshots you know to if they hear gunshots they're, increa- they're increasing they're yeah yeah the towers yeah that part that's they're increasing part bandwidth of the
3: overall plan they're increasing bandwidth so they can have further communication amongst themselves but I'm
2: talking even the cables
3: yeah. Cables don't have
2: that. The cables don't have any of that stuff. The cable is just to get internet to the houses so that the, the, the people have access to high-speed internet. Oh. Um, I'm telling you now that they are prioritizing what most call the underwaves, <coughs> at least in my area. yeah. I, I tell you now, you know, there, there's no new construction at the level well, inside because- the affluent areas. I see what you're saying. there, yeah, and they're rebuilding existing stuff in the in the lower areas and expanding that like crazy. Yeah, because a lot of, there's a lot of places and I saw this with cell towers too, and
3: they're putting more cell towers in these what you, these rural areas or underprivileged areas because they actually there's less signal there to begin with. You know what I'm saying? There's already less representation of fucking technology in these areas, so if you you increase that, and then you. Well, it's going. To, you're not going to put in like last year's shit. You're going to put in the new, bigger shit to handle the shit for well, a while.
2: That's what I'm saying. I, I, that's why I also included the rebuilds. Yeah, um,
3: they're updating it so that they can. So yeah, of course it's going to. It, it's going to have a trickle down effect, but they're not doing it for me and you, buddy. I'll never think they're doing it for me or no, you. They're
2: doing it for the back pocket.
3: I don't even. I don't, they wouldn't. It's not even about that. Look at all the. There's so many profitable things they step. They step over. If it if it manages to well,
2: it could be so they can you know brainwash the masses easier. I mean, that's where I'm going with it, man. Yeah, fine.
3: They want they they want you to have that good bandwidth, so you stay on TikTok.
2: Well, you know, they <laughs> come up with the fucking, you know, the the whole uh, what was it the, the New Deal or something like that that actually started putting the whole disparity into place. Um, you know, <coughs> building roads through neighborhoods to to lower. We're building Roombas ways. that connect to the internet. Did you know that? So, Roombas to connect it? Well, yeah.
3: There's absolutely no purpose for them to ha- be connecting to the internet.
2: Well, what if I want to vacuum my house? Or what if? Time? Or yeah. what if?
3: better yet. What if I, I can I, I you know, say say I build Roombas right, and an agency comes to me and says, "Hey, look, you're uh you know there's there's some issues here and." You're asking for a bailout of the industry or maybe there's some other issues. There's some, Or, hey, we can pump a lot of funds into you. But we want internet connection on your Yorubas and we want so that we can monitor the insides of places so that we can we can keep up with the floor plans of places and how many people are in a place. <coughs> They're going to fucking do it. And now that Roombas are connected to the internet, it's the same way with fucking TikTok. All these people are in their house videoing themselves all the time. They know what you're fucking inside. They know what you have in your house. They know who lives in your house. They know the layout of your house. It's intelligence gathering on the American people, every fucking bit of it. There's no reason for a vacuum cleaner to connect to the goddamn internet, not fucking one, not
2: one. You can't go with the need, man. It's 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 want. It's what people want.
3: They convince you that you want it. Who wants their internet? I mean, their vacuum on the online. How many people are going to buy it? All of them. That's Because the they convinced them that they want it. But nobody, before they told you you wanted the thing, wanted one. How did they tell you you wanted it? By showing it to you? Yes. Consumerism. Yet again we get to the bad guy At the end of the story We pull off his mask And it's capitalism
2: (laughs) (laughs) Who controls capitalism? I don't know The people No No, Yes
3: If you want to know what the problem is Look in the mirror Thing is we try shit like that right And then the government bails these companies out When they don't get our dollars <laughs> the mayor who allows the government to do that. Um, well, see, that's why there's a Second Amendment so you could shoot these fucking bankers. <laughs> not
2: quite, but you're getting close. The, the, the and bank... so we can stand in between the government and the bank's back pocket.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not
2: giving these people any more. You draw more a, than a line and money. you
3: shoot anything that comes over it.
2: <laughs> you're going to fucking represent us, and so you're going to get the fuck out.
3: Yeah, I agree. That,
2: one hundred percent. That is why they're wanting to make goddamn sure we don't have it. Yeah. Because it's getting too fucking close to the damn point where people are going to be saying, you know what? No. <laughs> yeah. I am. I am a fucking like, and we're bro- the only freaking nation that I know of. After all these looking around, And there might be some little smaller nations you know hidden that, that have this. But we're the only fucking nation that actually has that fucking security that we can tell our government no by our voice, by the fucking First Amendment, by voting. And if the government says, yeah, you know what, we're going to do it anyway, we can say, fuck no. We said no. Now it's fuck no. Yeah. We said no, motherfucker, and we're going to fight about it. We're the only fucking nation I know of that has that that right. Well, we're supposed to. into the government. We're supposed to. They've
3: done everything they can to take it, and I, 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 they have outgunned us. They they do have us in the arms race.
2: Well, that just means we got to be more serious about why we can't just do it willy nilly now. Of course, which you know might be a good damn thing. I mean, I'd hate to even think of a good argument against the fucking Second Amendment. But that 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 one might be it. We can't go off half cock now. If we actually had tanks and fucking rocket launchers and F sixteens and fucking B one bombers and a fucking naval vessel out there on the damn coast, we might have already done it. <laughs> you mean and become I a think, free society? I don't think it's <laughs> to the point where we need to be shooting about it though. I think we're still on I the think verge we of pa- we- actually. I, I I think we passed the point
3: where it would have been effective in the sixties.
2: I think we passed the point where where it would have been the better choice to what we're going to have now.
3: Yeah, uh, our, our chance to bear arms against the because federal government—we've already government, done way too many things we
2: should not yeah. have ever fucking allowed. Our us.
3: our our chance to bear arms against an oppressive government pretty much died in the '60s.
2: <laughs> they, uh, yeah, that, yeah, that, that was when the big law came in. Um, but I, I I seriously think that we still have the chance. I don't think it's out of our hands to be able to. If the need arises, I'm not calling for it. This stupid. Yeah. Um,
3: no, I, I don't want people to go start shooting up the streets. Hell no. We got enough of
2: that. <laughs> no, uh, look, uh, as bad as the, th- the shit was with January 6th, I have to commend those people on actually focusing on where the problem is. See, I condemn them for not... Using their
3: Second Amendment. I condemn them for not using their Second Amendment rights.
2: Yeah, if you're going to do something, don't do it half ass. Especially that. If you're, yeah. <laughs> if, that is the one fucking thing you do not go half cocked on.
3: Yeah.
2: You are declaring war. <laughs> is, like I was, that's why I was trying to say that, you know, that might be a good reason why we can't have freaking you. The big badass machine guns and belt-fed, you know, mini guns and attack helicopters. We would have probably already done shit that we shouldn't. Which I'm not saying. You know, like I said, maybe it would if have we been done better. It early enough. We if we'd have done it early enough, yeah, we would maybe. Um, now, we. Yeah.
3: Around around Nixon was our chance. After Reagan, it was too late. <laughs> <laughs>
2: A little earlier than that. <laughs> what? A little earlier than that.
3: Um, well, I mean, the, the 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 escalation of the drug war during Reagan and his like deregulations on corporations and shit like that. That was that that was kind of the death nail of it. You know what I mean?
2: Um, the, the, the death nail was the uh, the automatic weapons ban.
3: But that went away, though, right? No, uh, the Clinton's one, no. Clinton's law
2: Clinton's expired. Law. Yeah, that
3: was just, saving fifteen lives. Yeah, <laughs>
2: saving fifteen lives over like ten years or so, so, twenty years. The number of mass shootings changed by one. <laughs> the number of deaths changed by yeah. It was two. a completely ineffective law. Now, afterwards, huge fight straight up.
3: Absolutely, it did. <laughs> it it did end, and at the same time, everything started over. And is that
2: Now oddly this enough Does correlation relate to causation Or this oddly one Oddly enough sure. There is a drop in the number of Gun deaths Between 90, uh, 94 and 2004
3: But not mass shooting deaths yeah.
2: Not mass shootings Not mass shooting deaths Just overall gun deaths Period All How much was drop? Um, like a significant drop? Over 20%? Um, uh, 10,000 and some change Over the 10 years it started out at uh, thir- 38,000 and some change in 94 down to uh, 26,000 and some change. So, yes, yeah, that's, that's, that's a good, like, 15%, 13%, something like that. But that's, it was overall deaths. Not- yeah, but that's
3: still effective. Is it, it as effective as it could have been? No, but it wasn't effective with with the mass shootings. But it did have a noticeable effect. <laughs>
2: Ten, over 10% is a noticeable effect. You have but admit. it wasn't the effect that anybody was looking for no. or expecting. <laughs> no. <laughs> this was just people lost interest in killing. Yeah,
3: so what What happened there? I guess it's something almost worked right the there. The number of suicides didn't
2: change either. <laughs> so it was just homicidal you know, gun deaths that were not asked for. Suicide rates have stayed pretty constant <laughs> on its steady incline. Existence is pain, <laughs> but the actual gun deaths, yeah, um, I've got it. At, yeah, right here. Uh, I don't need it up There, yeah, we go. That's an easier to read. Thirty nine thousand, sorry, in ninety uh, three, down to a low of twenty eight thousand six hundred and sixty three in two thousand. Then yeah. it started climbing back. Yes, that's a good third. It reduced by almost a third. But the suicide rate remains the same. Yeah, suicide, yeah, suicide, only, this only suicide doesn't count. Now, none of the other data shows their particular data points well enough to know, well, I might be able to find out something on that other one that had it broke down a little bit and see if I can find a small, different correlation I just thought, thought to look for and see if, yeah, that one... I don't know if this one goes back far enough, though. Um, no, it only goes back to 20, 2020. No, I went the wrong way. Where did it go? 2014 was the earliest in this particular one. So nah, it, it do not have it. I was going to see, and I'd like to, you know, maybe I'll follow up a little bit to find out uh, exactly a breakdown of the deaths during that particular decline see which deaths was. I, I, I'm, it would strike me odd if it was the assault weapons ban. <laughs> because none of the weapons that are used in a common occurrence of a firearm deaths were banned. <laughs> so sure. what, what did it actually do? Now I'm, only, I'm just... I'm going to have to look into just that. Well, yeah, honestly, did the, the most they of did. the,
3: most of the, most of the, like the mass shooting crimes, I think all the handgun, like gun related like violence and whatnot, are the guns were purchased legally. So maybe if we. If we did ban guns, there, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's the legal sale of guns is the problem. Illegal sale, those, those guns are fine. Nobody's using those.
2: <laughs> yeah, there, there's definitely a correlation. Now, is it a causation? I'm not sure. But there's a correlation. The number of deaths did drop during that particular period of time. And then, you know, for some reason, after it ended, spiked tremendously at a higher rate than anywhere in history. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm talking about the rate of the incline is higher than any point of history. Not so, just I, the number. I did
3: see the because you sent me those links. I looked at a like, graph about that yeah. and it just it just goes like almost straight up.
2: Yeah. Like, yes. The correlative mm-hmm. increase. You're like a 40 like it's like in. a 40 degree angle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. What in the hell is driving that? It wasn't that way before the ban. It wasn't that way during the ban. It happened after the ban. What? But the ban didn't do anything except for cause a lower number of deaths. (laughs) That shouldn't have any causation to the freaking ban because none of the weapons used were banned. It doesn't make any sense. So I'm going to have to take a deeper look into that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> find out what the hell happened there. Something went on. <laughs> that is a very interesting data set to look at at this. And it it, it it we had something right. Something else happened along with in my mind. Something else happened at the same time about 93-94. I don't know what it would be, but I've got to find something else. It's just gonna drive me crazy to OJ Simpson. <laughs> Monica Lewinsky. Oh. Um, might be on something there.
3: Happy um, president. Yeah. I mean, like, things that were going them. on during the time
2: kept us distracted. Maybe, yeah, maybe the life was too interesting to fucking go out and kill people. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it still sucks. See, a lot of people, people still killed themselves. But I mean, a lot less go. I mean, up uh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey was at the peak of his career then. Maybe Jim Carrey saved those lives. It might be. It. We've, got,
2: we've got to find something in there because there, there's no reason for just the band itself to have had that effect. None of the weapons banned would have changed. Any
3: it was something in the culture. I, I agree with you. It had to be something in the culture it would be my hypothesis. Anyway, there was something culturally related because honestly, dude, we might actually find a solution to this fucking problem. If we can find what the hell that's happened why, there. That's why I always like, and there's so much like nineties nostalgia. It really was a brief golden period for a little while, like <laughs> Super Nintendo. And I mean, it was a brief golden period.
2: People were coming off of cocaine
3: or or, or staying on it. At least, you know, it was one or the other at that point. <laughs> you know, uh, there, we had just it was after the Gulf War, first Gulf War. You know. We were we were at peace. I don't think, I mean, yeah, we were doing things all over the place, but we weren't actively at war with anybody at that time. Soviet Union had fallen. I mean, there's a lot of things.
2: Well, the Soviet Union falling, leading to Berlin being united. That happened during Reagan era earlier. No. Oh. Which. Brought, I mean, I the guess effects would have taken a while. Riding on those coattails for a little while, and bringing it in to coast through the 90s. I mean, the 90s weren't all that bad when you look at it from the back scope. I mean, yeah, apparently people were starting to see these problems with the government and stuff and some, you know, injustice for all. Well,
3: <laughs> um, the 90s, you also have a rise in... Domestic terrorism. You have your World Trade Center bombing. You have the Oklahoma City bombing. You have the
2: Unabomber. So you're saying we need more bombings to curb? No, but maybe the fucking mass shooters are just like, yeah, fuck it. (laughs) We can't fucking live up to that no 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 I'm not saying we need more
3: bombings <laughs> I'm saying that those a lot of those like look at Timothy McVeigh I
2: mean, it's an interesting data point man I mean I joke about it but it, that, that is still it comes to an awareness
3: most of them were like anti-government due to like a hyper-awareness of a, the oppression of the government that's where a lot of these came from
2: yeah you know, we're also on the curtain coattails of the drug wars
3: yeah so yeah
2: there, there was all this shit maybe to me yeah life was so fucking chaotic and interesting we just weren't bothered with trying to fucking set records of how many people we can kill in a school yeah and there had been a precedent
3: like Columbine Columbine set the precedent for it it, it, it kind of set the stage there were school shootings before but they were very different in nature
2: oh yeah one of those Sam I can't remember which one it was now I'm so sorry well, that happened in the 90s during that ban. That was Columbine, wasn't it? 98. Yeah.
3: 99? Yeah. Yeah. Columbine falls into that
2: slot. Happened during that ban. So, I mean, I would love to say that, you know, just, you know, banning a certain type of weapon would do it. And then you. We just had to, f- to find a way to work around it, you know, and come to terms that, you know. Sure, hey, if banning the scary it's, weapons would actually solve the problem. Yeah, I mean, I would have a hard time saying that, you know, my right to own a, a weapon is greater than their right to life. I, 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 it was hard for me to even say it. I'm damn sure not going to say it with any conviction. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I would, I would gladly live in that world where, you know, if we, if, if all we got rid of, if we got rid of the guns, all the, all the evil violence in the world would go away.
3: No, but it's, it's been shown that that is not what the case would be. Yeah. Like I said, if it would actually fix the problem, I would agree. You're out of it then.
2: I mean, and if we want to do it and go back to the point where we're all running around with swords and knives and cutting each other and dismembering and shit and poisoning and shit and stuff like that, okay, let's magically make all the guns disappear. We live in that world now.
3: What do you do about explosives? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, it the gun is irrelevant.
3: Yeah. There's multiple means of attack. <laughs> I mean, if you get rid of guns, we're going back into medieval days. And not even necessarily. You can get rid of guns now. I mean, you got, like, you know, people, there's, there's,
2: you can weaponize fucking salmonella, botulism. You will not find very many people that carry a pistol in their hip that do not have a knife in their pocket. (laughs) (laughs) You take away guns, we're going to cut you. Yeah. (laughs) Straight up. That just means I'm getting a bigger knife. And I'm going to have a knife that can reach you before you can reach me. I've actually become rather fond of tomahawks. (laughs) Kind of the reason I've got a gun. That way, if somebody means me harm, I can tip the scales in my favor. That expands to the state. That expands to everything. I want to be able to tip the scales in my favor if I ever find a need, whatever that need may be, to draw my weapon. I want it to be a one-sided fucking fight. I want to feel like I cheated. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about everybody else. Like I said, I would love to live in the world where we didn't have guns. We didn't want to kill each other. We didn't want to go, you know, control each other. And everybody was just able to free to roam and pick, pick the flowers and eat an apple. You know, what the fuck ever you wanted to do, just exist. <laughs> Who the fuck doesn't want that world? Yeah, that's. My dream of society.
3: <laughs> neo-tribalism, anarcho-primitivism.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, of course that's ideal. The only way we're ever going to get that is if we teach our young ones that that is the goal. As long as it's only a dream, we'll never get there. Just like anything else in your damn life. If you don't write it down, it's only a dream. When you write it down, it becomes a goal. When you have a goal, you can figure out the fucking steps to get there. Yeah. You have an endpoint. You have something to build the bridge to. Let's find the fucking goal. I don't give a damn what the fuck it is. Let's find the goal. Yeah. Let's turn a dream into a fucking goal. Whatever the fuck that is. Put it down on paper, figure out the steps, and let's make ourselves into that. Be it on a government level, be it on a fucking national, uh, world level. I don't fucking care. The sooner we get there, the sooner all these fucking little bullshit problems like this we have to deal with. Yeah, I mean, fix people and you fix a lot of it, you fix the problem. The only way we can fix people is to figure out what the fuck a person actually is and we need everybody's input on that kind of shit.
3: Yeah. And let's, let's yeah, start, I told you,
2: everything's a slippery slope when yeah. you get away from guns. And, you know, I
3: actually had to backpedal myself right there because, you know, <laughs> I was about to make a statement on religion. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like oh, know, well, maybe, maybe not everybody should have input. <laughs> <laughs> slippery
2: slope, If you think brother.
3: the world is 6,000 years old and, the, and was created in seven, like, literal seven days... Then maybe you shouldn't have an input on how fucking things are done. Well, a metaphorical
2: sense, and then everything in there is a metaphor. Then, and, uh, know, then well.
3: at least you're capable of abstract thought, <laughs> and your your input is valuable. <laughs>
2: no, I mean, but there again, the very nature of saying we all need to get on one topic, all of a sudden, brings up exclusion. Right fucking here. Trying to have this intelligent conversation and bam, there it comes. That fucking quick. You got that's what you gotta be ready for. It.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be ready. Cause that's the that's the shit that stands in the way of true progress is this backwards nonsense thinking. <laughs> so, <laughs> backwards nonsense
2: it? people. How do you overcome
3: that? Education has to be a huge part. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to
2: part. educate toward that one goal. And that one goal requires everybody's input, and then somebody doesn't want somebody's input. Yeah,
3: it's ridiculous.
2: It's Endless fucking circle, man. Yeah. The solution is the problem. <laughs> We're just doomed, man. Yeah. So the only other well, my thing is like, it, well, that will be we an won't absolute, get we'll never solution. be able
3: to get on the same page and put input in with
2: stuff like that. Of course, I'm ad- admitting that's an absolute solution. Okay, we don't have to reach an absolute solution. The other absolute solution is to say, fuck it, we don't give a shit, just let whatever a, happens, happen. A final solution, some might say.
3: <laughs> Gotta silk glove it sometimes, man. You know,
2: even a doctor puts on some little bit of uh, the, the glove. Well, first. you
3: know, there was actually a big pushback against doctors and surgeons washing their hands. People were physically assaulted over publicly announcing that they believed that doctors and surgeons... Especially should wash their hands between operations. (laughs) That was a thing that happened. Do you want these people's input?
2: (laughs) You want my honest opinion, folks, or you want me to lie to you? (laughs) There used to be a reason, a qualifier, I should say, to vote. Yeah, uh, and
3: while there should be some some regulation on it, it shouldn't be what they were doing. Yeah, it'd be a, a white male and like
2: they, they they yeah. But I, I well even even when they when they got rid of all that, there was still a land requirement. There was still a service requirement.
3: I would say at least some sort of service requirement, if not I the military service it, and public 48? service. Yeah, they, I think it should be a requirement, if not for military service, at least public service for some period of time, and and training. You know, what I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm... but yeah, I, so that would that would alleviate a lot of problems, I think. Um, it works in places like Sweden, and what's wrong with giving everybody a sense of civic duty, right?
2: Yeah, well, I would take that to the level of having, getting rid of a uh, birth citizenship. And having a citizenship requirement. Yeah, well, you want to become a citizen, you volunteer for public service. Yeah, you volunteer for national service. Yeah, you, you perform a service. you know being a first responder would would, would do. It. I agree. Being an educator.
3: I agree. Would do it. it would be just as valuable as it'd be more valuable, I think, than. You know, into like conscripted military service or anything yes, like that. Yes. yes. that to me that's more valuable.
2: Yes. Absolutely. Yep. That's why civic civic duty would be I,
3: I, a requirement. I never
2: knew you and, held this belief in this one I Um and it's perfectly fine if you don't want to. You know, resident status in this nation would be pretty much as you see it. You know, you, you get you get the, all the basic human rights and you're gonna to be able to you go. To vote. You just don't get to vote in the, the direction that the, the nation's gonna go. That's the only privilege of being a citizen. That's the only extra privilege of being a citizen. Is you get a say in what the fuck happens.
3: I say I agree with you completely. <laughs> I actually didn't know you had such liberal views, Mike. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know those were liberal views. <laughs> they are open borders like that, and an easier pathway to citizenship, furthering education. Uh, a sense of like uh, civic duty and whatnot, those <laughs> taking care of like ci- like the citizenry. Yeah, that's pretty liberal. <laughs>
2: I, I always thought of it as a little more nationalist,
3: but <laughs> again, nationalism is a tool used both used by both sides. <laughs> it can be used for good, <laughs> and that's not like I said. That's
2: uh, well, it's communityism. <laughs> I'm surprised that the the conservative base didn't hasn't gotten there yet. I mean, they're slow, they're methodical, but they're. I'm surprised that wasn't an end goal and they've already gotten to it. Honestly, yeah, you know, I'm I'm ashamed of a conservative nature because of that. Where the fuck were you going if you weren't going there? <laughs> you, you're still lost on the detour some fucking way. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Building the wall is not the answer.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you're going to have a border, okay, but I mean, why have a border? Yeah, I I get that whole thing. Yeah, But that's, I kind of akin that to my whole dictator thing. (laughs) Not as a liberal thing, but, you know, me wanting to get rid of borders would be more like, you know, One World Order level shit.
3: I mean, I could, I could, I could probably get behind something similar like what the European Union had, on like a worldwide level, a world
2: union. Now I would like for it to be the peaceful version, of course, but I don't see that happening because nobody wants to relinquish their say.
3: It's, that, it's that's the best way to say. say nobody be, wants
2: to relinquish their total control. Yeah, it, because it, because it, the thing is like. Yeah, some, uh, the level of a president it's, or a prime minister would be nothing more than a state senator. At the yeah, on, on on basic human levels,
3: everybody's all the people are on the same page. Everybody wants the same things.
2: But it would have to be. Yeah, it, it wouldn't be I, I, a union of nations is not going to work on a global scale. We can barely make it work on a on, on, on a, a national scale on maybe. a continental scale. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it it never has. Yeah, not no. once in human history. <laughs> we are now surpassing know, the actual square footage of the largest um, reign of a nation. The Romans, and I think, had the largest. Uh, I think they still do. I think they still hold the record for the, the largest nation under one rule.
3: Okay, square yeah, miles. I Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, If not them, then maybe like the the Huns
2: or... Yeah, one of those two, I think, will hold the record. It's been a while since I've even thought of this particular... What the... Wow. But uh, we can't hold it together now. No, man, we're falling apart after 200 years. The Romans and the Huns,
3: they all fall apart. Look at the Egyptians, dude. Thousands. Like, yeah, there was was changes throughout, but that's going to happen over... Well, Five 6,000 years.
2: But they never get over a size.
3: Yeah, they stay... They, they stay, fall
2: apart yeah. when it gets too big because, of, you know, the, the outer liars... They start to they, split. The influence can't mm. go, and then these people start making their own influence. Yeah,
3: Egypt lasts as long as it did you it know, had less neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <And laughs> it, well, even without neighbors, even if you're the only one, say you're only one freaking society... You're starting over from scratch on a brand new fucking planet. When you start from point A and you spread out way the hell out, motherfuckers out there, by the time you get to point, you know, K, L, M, they're going to start having their own ideas. And then they're going to have their own group of people joining them with those ideas. Group think takes over. Well, you know... There is a solution to that that we've because talked point about. A's influence can't reach that far. There's, there, we, we've, we've talked
3: about a solution to that and we've, uh, we've also in this episode have talked about the increase of you know broadband service and bandwidth out to air, all areas across the country. Hive mind <laughs> prevents that notion, especially when there's like a strong internet you know uh, infrastructure where they could communicate continuously. It would fix that problem of Group B.
2: It could limit the problem of it. I don't think it will eliminate it until we actually plug in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... If we if we completely plug in, you can eliminate that. Absolutely. Or you know, we can go the genetic route.
3: Uh, well, okay. I was going to say how we do that, but then again, you know, I've read Brave New World. <laughs> I know exactly how we do that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that topic that has come up between us a time or two about you know whether you could ever find a path down that route that would, would be ethical um but the same said about every other freaking path that you take even on the education we need to get started pe- teaching people this stuff. Education is the easiest one it's the, it's the most palatable one because you don't change the appearance of anybody. You can't change the appearance of anybody. The only thing you can change is what the person actually is. I think that's a lot more dangerous, but, you know, it makes people feel better. Mm-hmm. More with the content of the character you know, more important than the color of their skin. Yeah, yeah, it's as it should be. But, you know, yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: but molding the content of that character to control that content of the character Instead of controlling ourselves to where we can all tolerate a particular environment that might make us look all the same, one is definitely perceived more dangerous than the other.
3: Yeah, as, you see, to me, it shouldn't be so as long as your your the the path you take to get to everybody looking the same isn't genocide.
2: Absolutely, <laughs> as long as it's ethical, that's the problem. How how do you make it ethical?
3: Well, there are no ethical genocides. <laughs> well, not the,
2: the, not, the gen, not the genocide part, though.
3: Maybe the extermination part. of bed bugs would be an ethical genocide.
2: <laughs> We're, I'm I'm still focusing on the, the, the genetic manipulation part to to get everybody to
3: yeah yeah and up
2: and get eventually to to yeah fanatics. it'd be like
3: the uh, what what do they call them in South Park <laughs> Goo Box or whatever yeah Yeah.
2: know. I mean, no. All, all, all the differences problems go away if you do that. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all equal. We're all the same. You know, we all look the same. You know, who the fuck cares anymore?
3: Then the division will fall under things like theology and politics. Mental shit. The division starts to get less, it, like I said, no
2: matter what. That we educate.
3: As long as, yeah, as, long, as long as people are able to group up into any kind of groups, it, tribalism is a huge problem in, in the human makeup. You know what I mean? It's, no matter what, people, and like I said, similar ideals are going to go against, it seems, ever since fucking cavemen.
2: But you got to be, if you're doing the education route, you got to be careful not to exterminate free thought. Or you'll never have a fresh idea. Innovation would die. yeah. And and that's yes, so these one. are still from possible solutions to the gun problem. Uh, it, it, it sounds like uh, we're it's getting a societal far problem. It <laughs> sounds like we're getting far off topic, but we're we're still running around this same central topic. How do we get people to stop killing people? Is we got to educate people? We got to get rid of the differences to make people hate people. We uh, all these different problems, and they all come down to you know, we look different, we think different. <laughs> you know, we are different. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem. It's the great thing about us, but it's a fucking problem. It's the core problem.
3: Yeah, the uh the, the real problem to which there should be a final solution. <laughs>
2: you I'm kind of getting concerned about the number of times you point that out. <laughs> 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 Hey, I'm just spitballing here. I'm not actually trying to push anybody.
3: <laughs> ideas. No, no. And like, <laughs> if it's voluntary, is it a but, problem? And that's the thing, though, is, and, and part of it, you know, and it's the thing that's coming up more and more in history. It's kind of like euthanasia. If it's voluntary, is it a problem?
2: <laughs> I
3: don't think it is.
2: <laughs> I, I don't think it's a problem. So if we can educate people into realizing that our differences are actually a problem, maybe we'll volunteer to solve the problem. I don't know what the actual solution is. Just spitball in the end.
3: There, yeah, there has to be one, but it take a, it's gonna take some shit st- to get there. And the thing
2: is- we The only thing I know of are the things we actually have the technology to do that are actually you know, indoctrination to education and genetic manipulation of our code to turn us into an actual species that we can- control. What if that's what they're doing? The, the whole... Just fucking let us know already.
3: Right. <laughs> you know, with the whole robot armies being built and, you know, all the, the, the fucking okay, and disarming... that's well, just going to turn this
2: into a bunch of fucking jelly beans.
3: <laughs> like fucking Wally. Yeah. <laughs> they have, like, three bones in their body. <laughs> but, I mean, the thing is, you also have to be careful... In control. you have to tread. You have to tread carefully when you're talking about massive steps to completely change humanity because
2: yeah, definitely progressive
3: and that's why i keep bringing up the the final solution thing is keep in mind you're never too far from hitler Mm -hmm. when when we're talking about drastically changing the (laughs) one click past
2: black dicks
3: (laughs) (laughs) exactly man (laughs) that's like it's like oh like these you have to be careful
2: not to cross those lines I'll always get to a black cock first.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. After, uh, I feel sorry for Crayon Man.
2: I, don't know, I do kind of need to clean my search history.
3: I, I feel sorry for Crayon Man. He's probably getting all kinds of like ads for fascism.
2: <laughs> Join our cause today.
3: <laughs> do you have a nationalist sense of pride? <laughs>
2: Like, but yeah, you know, as long as you know, it's it's a voluntary thing, and it's not based on death. I think we can probably find right. a way to get there. Yeah, I'm I'm not saying it's the path. I'm you know, I'm not promoting it. I'm just by the knowledge that I have available to things that we could actually take steps to do today. That would be a viable solution. Yeah. Final solution.
3: <laughs> get get it, getting rid of the differences that tears apart. But, like you said, then, then we have to find out, because as soon as we get rid of the differences of the things that are dividing us, there's going to be something else dividing us. Well.
2: Thought. Exactly. That's why I say you got to be fucking careful not to actually get rid of free thought. <laughs> if you try to get rid of thought that divides us, which thought will, just, it, hell, hating on the color of someone's skin was a thought before it yeah. became a thing. Yeah enslaving another person just because they're not from your house is a fucking thought before it became a thing
3: Charles Whitman climbing up that tower was a thought
2: (laughs) (laughs) right um so yeah there there might be some something to be said about having limited direction of thought but education I think would eliminate that Uh, not less of it but more of it um I'm okay with people knowing how to, to make gunpowder and you know how chemicals work. We limited that out of schools because one fucking person blew up some shit. We're punishing the entire society on the actions of a few fucking idiots.
3: Yeah. Who are generally lashing out against an oppressive society through at least one viewpoint or another. Yeah. <laughs> so
2: we're compounding the fucking problem, which you would account for that big giant spike. Yep. So let's over-educate people. Let's give the fucking freedom back. And let's fucking pick a goal. I think, with, I think, I, my honest opinion, I think that's the direction that would bring an easier solution than trying to fight about who gets what to do. Because that's just exacerbating the problem, I think. Yeah. It would calm down the people that want the damn gun so fucking bad because they'd have the fucking freedom now, so they wouldn't be feeling so fucking oppressed and scared and you know, wanting to exercise that second amendment. They'd be more apt to use the first. And then <laughs> once we start using the first, we can actually start educating ourselves. Yeah. And if we get to the point where we're more effective at using the first, we won't have as much need for the second.
3: I mean, how many cases of terrorism were about expressing a viewpoint, right? <laughs> i mean it, it comes down to freedom of speech and you like i said one protects the other honestly like it, it, you, 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 if you're holding the gun you you, you say what you want to say and if the other guy's holding the gun too well he can say what he wants to say nobody's shooting it you don't have to shoot at each other and that seems to be where it's a personal problem it, that, that's, it comes like if, if me and you can't sit here armed or unarmed And argue about something Without shooting each other You know And
2: if we get to a point in our fucking argument That it's got to come down to a
3: duel You know I'm not against dueling Presidents were involved in duels You know like I'm not against the duel concept
2: If you're willing to die for what the fuck you believe in So fucking be it
3: Yeah Like
2: I could go up and challenge a Supreme Court
3: justice To a fucking duel
2: Legally I would say that needs. There would probably need to be some rules to, you know, how to formally conduct a duel.
3: Well, the person being challenged was able to make the the basic rules, like the weapons being used, the time and place.
2: Yeah, but I mean, to make the challenge, just to to, to make the challenge. I mean, we can't have you know, just people pissed off, you know, just walking around thinking they're a badass and challenging people to random duels. I mean. I don't know. Like well, you this, could say it had to be a personal it, Well then the best person in town with a gun's making all the rules.
3: And, well it'd have to be you'd have it had to be something along the lines of like a personal offense or something that has personally affected your well being. You think could argue that
2: you've been harmed by a situation.
3: Well, that's pretty easy to do when it comes to the Supreme Court or Congress or Senate. <laughs> Isn't is not it though? I think you can. <laughs> I think you can. Let's say I get arrested and thrown in jail for having a bag of weed, right? <laughs> the, the people who enforce the laws or even put the laws on the books outlawing that bag of weed have actually adversely affected my freedom, my personal well-being,
2: my, well-being, okay. my literal liberty. <laughs> Counterpoint. You break into my home, I shoot you, but do not kill you. Does that Supreme Court that allowed me to have a weapon in my home hold responsibility for that. So you can go and do it. No, because him.
3: I did wrong first,
2: right? I violated
3: someone's rights first. Well, I would fall for that. <laughs> but,
2: you know, you're saying that, you know, you would, without, that would be a regulation into, you know, the the formal, you know, declaring of a duel. That's, that's the point that I make is we'd have to have rules on that. Sure, you're, sure. You just somebody getting pissed off because, you know, they're somewhat affected by a, a judge's decision, can't go and blow the judge's head off. No, because not because he's not good with a gun. Murder, but I mean, like Yeah, you know, well, if you're good with a gun, you, you're gonna be able to do that. If you're quick on the draw, you'll be able to take out anybody in a fucking uh, a gunfight. You know, it's kinda like old West style there. You know, the motherfucker would be that was good with a gun, usually won the gunfight.
3: Well, see Abraham Lincoln got challenged to a duel and he uh he um, like Politicked because he was able to pick the rules of the duel. He politicked his way right on out of it, (laughs) you know. So when you
2: discuss an attorney, there's the possibility of it. I mean, you know, could always you know go with. There should
3: be a balance, but someone with a legitimate, there. Bladed weapons
2: in the closet kind of. We might
3: we we probably have to put limitations on what a legitimate grievance that you know for challenging someone to a duel is. Yeah, but,
2: but I, I, yeah, the overall idea of the duel, I would definitely be back, you know, backing it. I, mean, I, I I'm, see, I'm yeah, I saw no problem so with it. Let people solve their personal grievances. Yes, gun deaths will probably rise, and, and, but you know, they're doing it voluntarily, so fuck it. <laughs> they're voluntarily putting themselves in a situation. You, you either concede your point, or you, know, you fight for it in that particular Aspect. Yeah. If you harm somebody and you want to harm them, you know, hey, here's your chance. You're, you're doing it face to face or you know game to game or what the fuck ever. You know, I'm I'm cool with that. You know. Yeah, I, I get by doing. <laughs> yeah. It's it still comes down to you know the number of deaths, you know what is acceptable and for what reasons before we actually call it a problem. Kids dying in school,
3: problem. He's problem. To me, the to me the problem is the is the people loss of innocent themselves. lives. Not a problem. Not a problem. Yeah, to me the problem is the loss of innocent life. Yeah, you know people or ch- especially children. You know they they that tips the scales way heavy. You know every every child that dies to me is worth a hundred adults. You know, um, so it's like you got. What was I going to say? Damn it, kids fucked me up. <laughs>
2: Fucking <laughs> new body,
3: man! It's like so. It's yeah. It's innocent people dying is is the problem. People getting in duels, you know. Uh, people shooting themselves, you know. Fucking gang battles. People willingly doing this stuff to each other, themselves. Whatever, you know. It's the loss of. is people out at the store shopping. You know what I mean? Is it's the kids sitting at their desk. Those are the problems.
2: So we're talking about a
3: few thousand a year. A few thousand too many that's yeah, Too many, of course. And and like is there an acceptable number of that? I would like to say no, but I like I said before, I would have, I would be ecstatic to see the numbers of what we have reduced by forty percent. You know? Just bring it down. I don't think we could solve it right away without fixing humanity, but for fuck's sake, do something just to to slow it down.
2: So everybody take a good look back in the past and find out what the hell happened in the 90s. Yeah. Because something there happened. And if along the
3: way you find somebody that you think might end up being a school shooter, look, look them up. See what they're doing.
2: <laughs> come up with any other ideas and, you know, that don't evolve you know, massive... You know, Genetic mutations to ourselves, or serious indoctrination changes to our school systems. Well, that needs to be happening anyway. But you know, um, you know, bring them up. Talk. To yeah, people. I'd love to hear we some have ideas. To come up with an idea. You know, talk to anybody about it. You know, spread the spread the yeah. ideas. We'll never find talk. a solution if nobody looks for it. Humanity has, is facing a problem, and it's not just in America. Now we use guns more, but you know the whole aspect of wanting to kill people for stupid ass reasons, that's that's a global issue. That's a human issue. Or worse, no reason at all. Or wanting to control them in any way.
3: Yeah. Uh, If I was killed for a stupid reason, you know, I think I'd feel better about it than for no reason. At at least there was a reason. I might not agree, but
2: at least there's a purpose. And it's, and and it's not just guns. It's, it's all violence against other people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. from just you know, getting into basic fights at school all the way to freaking dictatorships you know, of whole nations. Yeah. It, it all stems from the same freaking shit, and that's that we're human.
3: Yeah, yeah. And right, gun, guns are just one way that they people kill each other. I mean, if it weren't guns doing these and tell the fucking, what was it, the Huns that were launching dead bodies over city walls to spread the plague? <laughs>
2: <laughs> we're human. We're, we're really good again. Guns at are not the other.
3: problem. They it just, it, it, it's just a it's a deeper the latest, problem.
2: The, the latest tool in the problem.
3: Yeah, it's just yeah.
2: new. That's it. Um, so maybe it's time we stop focusing on ways to destroy each other and all that. You know, let, let's just you know, a ban on freaking making any new weapons at all. I fully support. No design or manufacture of any fucking weapon from this day forward.
3: Yeah. The arms fine race with. is done. We can literally destroy the earth. Yeah. That's enough.
2: I'm fine with it. A global <laughs> ban on all weapons manufacture. Fine with it. We've got enough to last us the rest of our existence. <laughs> we don't need no more.
3: Yeah. Stop moving the goalposts. What's our <laughs> We can
2: move and sell and you know, move it around all we want to. We can have it all we want to, you know. Every single knife that's been printed so fucking far, you know, you know, outside of a kitchen use kind of deal, you know, leave them the fuck alone. You know, we we've got them, guns. We've got them. There's no shortage. Continue, you know, don't, have don't fuck with so we can still <laughs> fucking fire them off and use them, you know, until the end of fucking time.
3: If guns could vote, they would swing every election. But I would, love, <laughs> you I, know, I want
2: to get to the point where guns are sitting on somebody's mantle as an antique piece of a past time. I would love a that. reminder. Yeah, yeah. Everybody just says, you know what? There ain't no damn sense in having this firing pin. I'm gonna hang this on the wall. That's a piece of art now. I would love that. We're not there yet. We're not ready.
3: Nah, man. We got a long ways to go if we there.
2: Um, and the like I said, the only way I can think of is we we've got to become one people and of one mind. We've got two ways to do that. Again, I like to point to the Borg
3: as being the ideal solution for humanity. Maybe. <laughs> it, it seems to fit with our basic general desires. We all plug
2: in let Google, tell us what to do.
3: We already do. <laughs> it, it, it got you here, didn't it? <laughs> I, I, I ain't going to the store without Google telling me how to do it. You know? <laughs> so... <laughs>
2: So, oh, yeah, folks, what the hell do you think we can do about all those problems that we have with humanity? Oh, let us know in the comments, folks. Send us an email. You know where to find it. Uh, yeah, stonerspointpod at uh, gmail.com.
3: Um, we're also, we got, we got Twitters, and we got Discords, and we got all kinds of things. We're, we're in a lot of places. Yeah. Um, you're listening to us on a place now, and there are other places, Um
2: Probably, only click it two away.
3: Probably, yeah. Uh, you, we are on, <clears throat> uh, find us on Spotify, YouTube. Uh, we are on Amazon Music. We are on Audible. We're on, um, honestly, like a whole lot. <laughs>
2: Pretty much everywhere that you play. Yeah,
3: every time Spotify I look is. at the list of places we're at, a cast has added three or four more. So, just look us up. If you don't find us on one go to a different platform we're probably there um we're only not on for sure not on we're not on apple itunes we're not on um uh stitcher and we're not on iHeartRadio. radio um working on all those but you know i've been working on other things harder so <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll get there eventually folks but we're pretty much everywhere else um yeah, uh, we have a Patreon. We just added a new $10 level, which gives you access to uh, our eventual live streams that we're going to be doing, um, and there'll be more merch involved at the $10 level. Uh, we're trying to set it up to where the $5 level, after three months, you get some stickers or whatnot. Uh, Mike's going to be getting our first sticker. <laughs>
2: yeah, we're working on that. I got to find a different place.
3: Yeah? Yeah. Well, what's up?
2: Yeah, I just gotta find out. Yeah, I don't, I don't like the uh, the numbers I got back, so I'm gonna look for something different. All right, we'll find something, but we'll get we'll get merch
3: out there to you guys. We're 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 working on all that. Um, we also have the five dollar tier, which gives you early bonus, or gives you some bonus episodes, uh, like the Skeeters Bar Talk, which well, we're gonna be doing another one today. Huh? Oh yeah, like,
2: yeah, we, we get something get to look dinner. forward to.
3: Yep. Um, Skeeters Bar Talk uh, every week. Hopefully we're going to be breaking down a we're going to watch a random episode of South Park, and then we'll break it down. We'll talk about the the subtext of that episode. Um, yeah, and uh, it, it's interesting. It's fun, and it's it's better than fucking mass shootings.
2: Absolutely. Um,
3: also check out uh they uh, uh Charlie Manson's fanny pack. Uh, that's we do uh, me and uh, my wife Jessica. We do. Serial killers and cults and all kinds of stuff. Uh, yep, check us out on that. And if you like our intro and outro music, check out my man Wickless Sky on uh, all the music getting places. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just another click or two away.
3: Just another click or two away. In fact, in the episode description is a click that you could, they'll take you right to some of his music. So, uh, yeah. Um, shout out to. Uh, uh, yeah, Crayon, our, our, our research assistant, he helped us none with this research, although he did offer his, if we needed any, like, uh, technical, like, knowledge on guns and the history of guns and, like, the actual guns that the machine itself, he's an, I would call him an expert. <laughs> uh, the, the, the man is, he, he's, he's got some gun knowledge. <laughs> he could go on about guns like I can about drugs and religion.
2: <laughs> well, I would have liked to have had him. Maybe we'll uh, hit a topic on actual guns yeah. instead of the theory behind them. Actual guns. Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, uh, he didn't help us out He offered to, but I was like, "No, we're gonna keep this with me and Mike." But he, our next couple episodes, the fascism and the socialism. Uh, he's he's already done so much research. I'm still catching up on it. <laughs> every like every so often, I'll open the message thing and. Pick a link and read it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that one's gonna be a refreshing change from the last couple of weeks. I know, right? <laughs> oh, God,
2: education that isn't so horrible. still I don't get to talk about one person killing a whole bunch of people instead of a bunch of people killing a whole bunch of people at different times.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, Mike, you got
2: anything else? I uh, will have some news, hopefully, in the next coming week or two about some side projects that I am working on. Uh, stay tuned for that also. Um, other than that, I'll no, just uh, be better people.
3: But, yeah, fuck around and find out, guys. And girls. And days. From my cold, dead hands.